Stand by for pre-show banter. Ah. Welcome, Chinny. Hello. Hello. 9.37 is the edit point. Stu abusing his daughter. That's true. It took That's me ages to find where the settings were on Skype. I'll make a note of it so next time you all know what to do. How does it, How <laughs> does he not know what the different settings are? No, what I can't understand is how it gets unset. I don't know. Like just Sometimes they come on and everything gets unset. I don't know. Yeah, okay, we're, we're going. We're going. Yes, we are. Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Juju, Ginny, how the fellas will tell you about every single game that you play this week. Your attention, please. Yeah, you know, we haven't had an indie pick in, like, two years. We really need to edit this theme song, because it's factually inaccurate. No, no, I said, I am your father. Put it back on. Switch that console off before you have to press repeat. You gotta be that f***ing diamond in the rough. But the only way to become that diamond is by dedication, practice, and doing the sh- that other people are too lazy to do. Hello and welcome to episode 397 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. It's 397 and our voices are like heaven. I'm my, Duke. My, my voice isn't like heaven. <laughs> yeah, it is. It always is. No. Yes. No, it's not. Not yep. this week. Yep. Yep. No. Yep. Yep. You have yep. to be really careful not to make me laugh because I have a problem with my face. What's well, your problem heck, what with your face? your face? Wait, 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 oh, wait, 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 wait. We'll get to that. Names. I'm Duke. I'm Stu. Chinny. All right, tell me. We're not veterans of the military or veterans of the gaming lifestyle. We broadcast we, on we stuff. We stream on a thing. And yeah. All right, face. Here uh, comes the story time, a... people, because we need My to hear about this time. face thing. It's story time. Story, story, story time. Uh, so I have, uh, on Wednesday... I started to notice that I had a toothache. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh, so then, uh, oh, my mate just texted me saying, Matt from Maps of Reviews uh, just texted me saying, you look like Man- Manuel from Faulty Towers, <laughs> which I don't know what's that got to do with the, the face. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, I had a toothache on Wednesday, and like a true man, I put it off uh, and hoped that it would go away. Um, and it didn't go away. And then, like a true man, I ignored it and moaned about it a lot. Uh, and this morning, I woke up. I, w- I went to Ironbridge uh, yesterday with my parents. It's a lovely place. It's an iron bridge. I don't know. And um, I was in agony, just wanting to jump off the bridge. Uh, and then I woke up this morning and I looked like a hamster storing things um, in his face. Uh, and it turns out I've got a gum infection. Oh, you no. Know, possibly, possibly got an abscess, have you not? No, it's not an abscess. It's a gum infection. That's so Well, you're lucky. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, not really, because Shut it feels fuck. like What I is wrong to... with you, Stuart? Have you ever shown any compassion or sympathy for someone who's in pain? You're lucky. Well, he is lucky, because it was an Comparatively speaking, but all pain is relative. And then, and Do you have both of your feet, Stuart? Listen, listen, but he listen, won't have to have a tooth out. That's a good you're not thing. listening. 
Here Jesus we go. Christ. I never Jesus Christ. You two. You two. Right. I'm the one feeling the pain. Not only emotionally, <laughs> physically. Um, if this gets, if this flares up, basically, I had a root canal Oof. about four years ago, right? And the guy, the dentist today, I had to go to the stupid dentist, and he was, he was actually a really, really nice fella, and he was, uh, he was saying, yeah, like I don't know, if this keeps going, you'll have to have your tooth out uh, and the root canal removed, um, because. You know, this is this is going to be if it keeps happening, this is bad. Um, but he said, like, after he tapped the tooth and he said it was a tapping noise because he had somebody in this morning with the same problem and he tapped the tooth and it was like a spongy noise. Oh. And he says, I have to take the tooth out. Oh. Um, so I'm okay, but I do look like a hamster at the moment. I can oh, see no. this picture. You do look very hamstery. And also, you, one of your eyes is a bit bloodshot, which is a bit scary looking. That's just because I woke up about a minute before that that picture was taken. Um, yeah, so I I'm okay now, but if I laugh, it really hurts. And oh dear. my brother's been sending me pictures of squirrels with nuts in their cheeks and stuff. <laughs> and uh, showed do. me. And then Tara made me watch. Uh, she said, "Oh, look at this on my phone," and it was a video of a hamster stuffing stuff in in his cheeks so, <laughs> so you're, just getting, media, you're getting love and compassion been, from everybody been very very supportive the thing is about <laughs> 10 years 10 years ago my brother got an abscess on his face Oof. and i took the piss out of him so badly while he was <laughs> lying in hospital um and then he got another one and i took the piss out of him so he's just you know um, now it's his time for revenge. Little, yeah, exactly. A little bit of payback. Basically, when I smile, it's it's really really painful. So we have to have a really unfunny show. Okay, we'll try. Which yeah. is probable. It is probable. That's we do that every week. Yeah. What yeah. are you talking about? We have to not make, not do or say anything funny. All for like. The I want to hear Chinny screaming in agony. Ah, stop! Mm-hmm. Uh, they see. I'll try my best not to be funny. Most of the time, I'm not funny, so it should be all good. That's pretty good. You're pretty good at that. <laughs> it, should be, it should all be fine. So you're going to probably hear a very monotone. This is the most I've spoke all day. That is funny. That's funny. funny. That in itself is funny. That is funny. It, it is funny. Um, now, it's funny you should say that because I've is got it a two- funny. Yeah, it is funny because not funny, ha ha, but funny mm, because I've also got a tooth issue. I've also right. got a tooth. Y'all are but perpetuating not, stereotypes of British teeth. I know, but no. mine's not mine's not painful at the moment. But I have got concerns because about ooh, January time it was about January. I had a tooth. When out. was it? It was January. <laughs> I had a tooth out, but the tooth next to it had a crack in it. Oh, okay. Quite quite a substantial crack. And she said, really, you should have that one taken out as well. And I said, well, it's not really painful or anything. And there's no, you know, it doesn't, I can't feel anything. So I'm just going to leave it and see what happens. Probably about two weeks after that, a big shard came off the side of it. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a bit, a bit of shard of tooth came off the side of it. So I went back to the dentist and said, look, this has come off. She said, oh, no, you'll definitely have to have that out. So I was like, right, okay. Well, it took forever. It must have taken like two months to get an appointment because I had to get an appointment with like the proper dental surgeon rather than my dentist. So the so the proper like dental surgeon from the NHS had to come down. 
not just for me, he did other people, but obviously I had to be put on that list. But again, I'd felt no pain whatsoever. So I went in and he said, how has it been? I said, well, I've had no pain at all. So he had a look at it and he's like, he said, I would just leave it. He said, and see what happens. So I was like, right, okay, then, well, that's fine. And he's like, if you have any problems, just just ring back, he said. But for now, I would just leave it. If you're not feeling any pain, he said, just see what happens. You just let the long, last... extravagant discussions of what happens at the end of a doctor's I know, visit. I know. So it's been all but good. But then he said, if you don't need anything, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, just leave no. it. And then he, he said, you can easy. pay the, I was going to say, you can know, pay the woman at the desk. So this was seven months ago. So I was like, it's been all good, no problems. And then yesterday, another piece or two fell off. Oh, God. So, so don't go like, to the oh, goddamn no. dentist. What the hell is wrong with you? I know. So, But he's still not hurting. And I'm going on holiday next week. Never so mind that nowhere. shit. Get there before you go on holiday. No, 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 no. Because oh, I'll have to have a God. proper operation. I don't Chunks of your before. tooth are falling out, but it's not urgent. Know. I'll go after I come back off my holidays. It's hey, all uh, did, You're going to get that bullet wound looked up? No, no. Well, I'm going to uh, Tenerife next week, so I don't exactly. really want to. Well, it's going to be good food on holiday. I don't want to ruin that because I've got a big hole in me gum. There we go. It's no like pain. 30 Rock. I got it right here. An issue. Don't you have things to do in your own life? At least I don't live with my mom. Hey, my mom's cool. I got my life together, okay? Holy crap. Did your tooth just fall out? <laughs> That's exactly what That's I'm y'all. I was eating it. I was like, what's that? There's a big oh, lump of tooth in my fingers. <laughs> hey, Duke, have you watched uh, Arrested Development? Oh, yeah. That's a good show. Do you do you like that show? Yeah. Have you seen it? I, I've started watching it. Oh, man. The best clip ever is, I'm going to spoil it, sorry, right now. Um, <laughs> at one point, Tobias, you know Tobias, the guy who's uh, the maybe's, no. maybe's father? Okay. Yeah. yeah. At one point, he dresses up like Mrs. Doubtfire. He plays a character named Mrs. Featherbottom, and she sings and falls off of a balcony while singing. What happened to his ankle? Tobias had attempted an entrance that he hoped would enchant his daughter. That's the best thing ever. It doesn't really work if you can't see it. But anyway, moving on. I'm glad you like that show. It's funny. The fourth season isn't nearly as good as one, two, and three, but... Whatever, it's good. Whatever. So, Duke, what's your tooth-related story? I have no tooth-related story, but I did get hacked recently. I went back to play Wildlands, and we're not into what Ooh. you've been playing yet. So don't. It'll be on my so list. But maybe anyway. the hacker saved you the trouble of playing that. Game I like that cause... game. Quit hating. Anyway, I'm probably gonna like Recore too. Uh, so I went in. Oh, no, you're not. When I got into <laughs> Wildlands. There were all these people on my friends list, like, ready to queue up. Like, you can invite this person. They're not online now, but they'll see the invitation when you get back. And I was like, wait a minute. Since when do I have friends <laughs> on Uplay? Hey, you didn't let me finish. You're being an asshole. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, what Every is this? Every laugh is like a stab in my face. <laughs> Thank you very much. Keep it up, dude. Keep it up, dude. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Keep going. <laughs> But there were all these Italian names, and I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? (laughs) And then I look at the chat log, and it's just filled with, like, well, I have these Steam accounts, and I have this Origin account, and here's these login info for Uplay. I was like, oh, my God, they've been trading stuff on my account. What the – they hacked me, but they didn't change the password. 
what stupid hackers are these? What the hell is wrong with people? So I changed the password right away. Uplay has this two-step verification thing, so I enrolled in that. And then I'm like Mr. Goody Two-Shoes, so I go, well, I need to contact Uplay to let them know about this. And so I went to their website, and the only way you can contact them is to send an email, which I didn't want to just do that and leave it because I didn't know what kind of documentation they might want. Because I also wanted to make it clear I wasn't doing it. So if if it traced back to my account, I'd be like, I want to make it clear it wasn't me, yo. Um, so there's this live chat. So I start the live chat thing, and it's like, you're in queue number 75. And I was like, ah. Oh. So I had to sit there, and I was playing games and stuff, but I had to keep switching back and checking to see where I was in the queue. And eventually, I was able to chat with a dude, and he was like, oh, do you, you take a screenshot? And I'm like, yeah. So I did. And uh, yeah, it was just really weird. So I, I'd never had that happen before, but I had to switch all my passwords, and uh, yeah. It was crazy. Me, can I ask you a very quick question? I'm sure there's going to be a no. Okay. But, but do you do you use that password that you used on the anywhere else? Nope. Well, that's good then. Yeah, fine. Yes. It's good. And also, it's I want to let people know that I've I've changed my name on Steam once again. I was uh the um Joey Joe Joe Jr. Right, I was Joey Joe Joe Jr. and I I've been Duke Scath, but I had an idea today for a new name, so I switched it uh to a name from 30 Rock. And I don't know if they actually say it here, but uh I'll play a little bit of this. You should just smack that Liz in the mouth. <laughs> so Liz Lemon is at one point talking to her coworker Kenneth in the bathroom, but she's she's in the men's room because she really had to pee, and the women's room was being cleaned. So she goes in the men's room, and he goes in there, and he's upset with her, but she doesn't want to let him know that it's her. So she's like, "Yo, bro, why don't we just go to the bathroom in silence?" And he's like, "All right, I'm sorry, sir. I'm just having trouble with my boss." <laughs> And she's like, well, bro, you know, whatever, just let it out. And he's like, oh, thanks. What's your name, by the way? And she's like, uh, I'm Kenneth. She's like, why did I say that? And then he's like, I'm Kenneth, too. She, What's your last name? Kenneth. And she's looking around, and she looks in the toilet, and she goes, uh, Kenneth, uh, toilet hole. So my my new name. So is that your new Steam? My name? new Steam name is Kenneth Toilet Hole because at the end of the episode, uh, they have this little. At one point, Liz goes, "We should all go get dinner at some point." She's pointing at herself, like, "What was wrong with me? Why did I say that?" And then at the end of the episode, they have this little sketch where she's dressed up like Kenneth Toilet Dude, Hole. Bro, where's Liz? You didn't see her. She just left. Oh, I gotta go feed the meter. <laughs> she keeps switching into Kenneth Toilet Hole and then back into her own clothing. So that's the fun story about me being Kenneth Toilet Hole. What you been playing? What you been playing? What you been playing? I'd like to thank Chinny for playing on the stream when I'm talking about getting hacked. The worst movie about computers ever made. I bar really want to watch it. Hackers. That movie I really wanna, sucks so bad. I really want to watch it so bad now. It's worth seeing because it's so bad it's funny. Like, it is worth There's that. There's a bit where he, like, snatches a floppy disk out of his hand. Like, the whole movie. You can tell nobody who has ever, who worked on that movie, has ever done anything with computers beyond, like, check their email. Yeah. 
It's ridiculous. No, you know, because that movie like, looks awesome. It's totally ridiculous. Because the movie Swordfish has some horrible representation. Every time a movie shows someone coding, you know, they're like, it's always, it's, it's always like, <laughs> yeah, and they're like, the the visuals are flying around them, and they're really intense. Yeah. That's not what coding is like. Coding is hours and hours of staring at a screen, and maybe you have music on, but probably not, and you're just uh, drooling on yourself. But they have to make it exciting for the movies. So Hackers is the they biggest. Do violator of that in the world yeah that an enemy of the state never remember saw that yeah. will smith yeah. yeah there's yeah. a bullshit moment in that movie i can't remember it sounds like there would be a lot of them me. um i can't be asked let's talk about games <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's talk about some games go ahead who's starting <laughs> Well, on, Jim, you can start. What yeah, have you been playing? I will start. Why not? So last yeah. week I had started Tacoma, and then it took me about 20 minutes after the I told show. you. I told you were near the end. <laughs> and I finished <laughs> it. And I got to say, the ending of that, it wasn't very satisfying. I don't think no. it was a very good. I'm surprised. Ah! That ending is awesome. It's, it's a not. really magnificent ending. It is no, awesome. What are you talking about? It's all right. Well, I I was I didn't know what was gonna happen. That's just me, and so no, I didn't know what was gonna happen. But I didn't feel it was as you just talk amongst yourselves. I'm just yeah, we'll talk amongst crisps. ourselves. Um, are you going mute? Should we? Should we tell okay. people that? Are we gonna have spoilers? Do we do it afterwards? No, we can do spoilers later. Okay. Well, I didn't from a from a feelings point of view. I didn't think it was as well. Good God, Chinny! I didn't think it was. You could mute your mic. How about that? Um. <laughs> I think maybe he's trying to not hear it. I'm eating on the wrong side. Are you trying to not hear this, Chinny? I know. Sorry, I might. It's it's hard not to hear it. I'm sorry. I'll mute myself. Yes, mute yourself. There you go. Um, Yes. Rick's telling me to mute. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing a good job of not making yourself laugh, you idiot? There you go. I I don't know. I don't feel like it was as all-encompassing has gone home of course not it's that i think that i mean look i think that there was never going to be a way for them to get close to what gone home hit and you see and the other issue the other issue i had and i mentioned because i've been on another show this week and i talked this game on that show and the other issue i had it was almost like Let's take one of every single stereotype and well, put them sure. all on the ship together. I mean, right. Okay. It is a very Star Trek cast in that sense. We have someone. Yeah. From, it's not realistic. It's not. It's like, let's have a black person. Let's have a lesbian. Let's have an Asian person. Let's, you know, it's like, let's just have one of everything. Okay. That's fair, I suppose. But I mean, whatever. Like, do you feel that way when it's all white guys in a cast? No, but I, right think, then. I don't. But when you've got one of it, it's almost too much. You know, it's like I a agree with person, you. I'm not a I'm fat not person, that. a thin person, a tall person. It wasn't even just. It's it too representative of the human family. I hate it. No, but it was it was unrealistic because if you had a real life space station, you wouldn't have one of everything. I inc- I'm inclined to believe you that you're right, but on the other hand, it doesn't bother me really. I mean, yes, it does stand out, and it's kind of annoying that it was just sort of patronizing in terms of we're going to have different body types, we're going to have different sexualities, we're going to have this, we're going to have that. I agree with you. But it doesn't really bother. That's not important to me. No, it doesn't, but it it is noticeable. Fine. The the point that I would make is that I think that the... the, I I feel like they could have definitely 
gone into some more depth with certain parts yeah. of the story, and I felt like there was a lot I wanted to know at the end of it. And maybe they'll, I don't know, I doubt they'll do DLC, huh? I doubt it. But, but I yeah, think, I, do, I totally agree. I, do, I think it could have definitely been fleshed out more. Yeah, than, and I mean, that's one of those rare instances where I think it was a little too short for my money. Yeah, yeah. An hour and 45 minutes is very, very short, isn't yeah. it? And I mean, whatever. Like, I, I'm, I'm very satisfied with the story. I think, like I said, I thought it did a really good job at the end. There's a Simpsons reference, so that's great. Um, I just feel like they raced through the story a little bit in terms of some of the stuff that I wanted to know more about the background. So Yeah, I'm sure there's more stuff to find because I, I I don't know how long your full playthrough was. Mine was an hour and 45 minutes. I think I went longer than that. I think it was like two and a half hours for me, something like that. Because yeah. I, you know, so I, sure I, that... Went, I went through and like I read every little file I could open and stuff, so... That's what I mean. I think there's stuff, maybe more stuff. And I did like the older stuff, you know, where it was like four months ago and it was someone playing the guitar or whatever it was, yeah. just to fill in some backstory stuff. I'll be honest. I felt like that stuff was good, but I wanted, I don't know, I guess I either want it to be chronological or I just want it to be a little more comprehensive. In, in, in other words, if, if you had to access those sorts of things as a way to get a code or as a way to, you know... Um, fill in part of uh, a puzzle i think that would be really cool and i think there's a good use for it there as it is it feels like as soon as it says like three years ago i'm just like okay this is obviously just for the sake of mood i i'm not that i'm not going to pay very close attention now yeah, because he did because at one point i thought that had something to do to move the story on but it didn't have anything no to do with and, the and story then, on. right and then there's the whole thing about like for me and maybe i'm just stupid but it's harder to keep the story straight when you're constantly jumping back and forward in time like that so that kind of bugged me a little bit now on the other no, hand i kind of like that because it gave you a chance to recap on stuff that you might have missed the first time around so i didn't mind figure, that too i'm much. trying to figure out what happened on this station i don't need to be constantly shifting around in time like billy pilgrim hey there's a little kurt vonnegut reference for people you're welcome somebody hey. write in and tell me that you got that please what I, what i did like though was I was always, you know, when you were in one part of it, and you obviously you know you have to follow different people to complete each level. Yeah. And you have to obviously interact with them at the right point in time. Yep. What I quite liked about it was when you first start the scene, because it, it basically plays out a scenario, then you have to start rewinding and following yep. people around. I was always like wondering, once I obviously knew the mechanics, wondering what the other people were up to, and obviously that's what you found out, which was kind of cool, because I was like... Oh, I wonder what they're doing right now. It is kind of cool. I guess I'll find that out in a minute. Right. And it makes sense that, I mean, you know, they do a good job of being efficient in that way. In other words, if you see Mr. Green, I don't remember any of their names, but, you know, they're all different colors for the sake of... And that's good because that helps you keep it straight in your head when you're experiencing these puzzles. The the puzzle of the story is the only puzzle you have to really deal with. Um, You know, Mr. Green goes in the other room for half of the recording it's never the case that he goes in the other room and then like he just sits there and going to the bathroom or whatever. You know what I mean? No, no. It's, he's, there's, there's always, always something else some, going on. That, right. And, and it's, so it's, it's, it's worth your time to go find out what he was doing when the other two were talking in the other room or whatever. So that's good. I like that because they, they, they respect the time of the player, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's no filler, you know, no, right. well, there's obviously no filler cause it's only an hour and 45 minutes long. So you could have filler in that, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's, I think, you know, these people know how to tell a story. They know how to create a world. This space station is a very well-made world. You know, they, they think, of, I mean, they make the bathrooms, they show the, 
you know, snack bags that people are eating out of and the drink bags and the instant noodles. And then there's, you know, um, there's like curry packets and stuff. And it's just really individualized. And I love yeah. the bookshelves because uh, one, the I think the botanist guy, he has a history of Tibet because his family comes from Tibet. At one point, there's a letter about how he wishes the company would show or maybe the government or somebody would show respect for the massacres in Tibet, which they allude to. And then he's got do androids dream of electric sheep, which is an awesome book by Philip K. Dick, which is about AI and, you know, robots. Yeah, well, that's, that's not, that's what Blade Runner is based on. Exactly. Yes. And yeah. he's got infinite jest on his shelf, which is just, I mean, that's a really important book by uh, David Foster Wallace. So I was just really impressed by those little details and lots of others along the way as well. Yeah, no, I think I, I liked, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've got some criticisms about the the gender and the sexual stereotyping and all that kind of stuff. Um, and obviously body type stereotyping. There's, there's it's not stereotyping. Numerous, well, it kind word. of is. No, it's not. It's 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 diversity for the sake of diversity. And that I will agree with. Yeah, you. It's I not guess. Stereotyping. I guess. Whatever. Anyway. But they are all. They are all stereotypes. They're not stereotypes. What are you talking mm, about? I think if they, they were stereotypes, anyway. the lesbian would be like, hey, what's going on? I love well, me some women. That's now not it's, what it's they funny you should say that because when it shows the actual photograph of her, she does look like a stereotypical lesbian, if I'm being really honest. Well, there's. She's well, quite butch. She's got a short blonde hair. She's pretty stereotypical of, a, of what you would expect a lesbian to look like. Maybe what you would expect a lesbian to look like. And I've met many lesbians, know, and they don't all look like that. See, I have a lot of lesbian friends, and you're right. They don't all look like that. But No, they don't all look like that. Uh, of course not. Nobody all looks like anything. So what whatever. do you know Moving so on. many lesbians? So when, what I, can I ask a question about Yes, please, please. Let's get off this yeah. dumb conversation. Yeah, let's get off uh, Yeah, go on. Because I know you, you sort of. Um, you know, you're homophobic, Stu. So, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm totally homophobic. What, when you shoot someone in the head, how many points do you get? Yeah, that definitely doesn't. I'm happen. sorry, there's no right. shooting of anybody in the head. No, there right. Okay. Was there any shooting so, in the head and gone home? No. When you find out that they all died because I don't know somebody spunked in the microwave, how devastated it, were you? It wasn't the microwave, <laughs> though. Yeah, it wasn't. Oops, the I'm giving spoilers. Oh. Ah. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, that's hey. all the questions I have. <laughs> Anything you want to say um, about Tacoma, Stu, or can we move on? No, I, like I say, I thought it was pretty good. I, d- I don't think it was as good as Gone Home or as I agree even with that. other walking type simulators. Okay. Pilch actually made me laugh, which means that he hurt me immensely <laughs> because he just said in the chat, they're not all lesbians, they just told Stu that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, well I don't done, know. Pilch. It's. it's it's all right. It was it was better than all right. I, I yes, guess. it's but better I, than all right. I, I'd, I'd say top five walking simulators. It's, yeah, it's I'm gone with you home. Though, on this that value for money wise, it does feel a bit light. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that they're. I think that they put so much time into making the world and the documents and all that that the actual experience and the gameplay is not nearly as. It doesn't have the depth that it should have. Yeah, agree. and I, I would agree. It does feel like it's not quite finished somehow. That it, that there could have been more to it than the there gave There definitely it. could have been more to it. I agree with that. Yeah, but anyway. that's good. Like the voice acting's great. The scripting's yes. pretty good. Yes. Graphically, an art style looks great. So mm, yes, it's all um, right. I played some more Rocket League this week, and Ooh. yeah, it, and there's new stuff. So shut up, Stu. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> 
Uh, first of all, I made it to Rocket uh, Rocketeer. So yay! I uh, I have ascended to the highest of the time-based rankings. There are. I thought you've been there. Haven't you been there already? No, I was at Legend for a very long Uh, time. Now I am a Rocketeer, and I didn't have Legend on my. You know, when you play, you can choose whether to display what your time-based ranking is. You know, whether you're a master or an expert or a you know semi-pro or whatever. And I didn't put it on there before because a lot of times when I would put Legend on there. People would make fun of me, like, you've played this game so much, and you still are at this level, you suck, what's wrong with you? And it was one more thing for people to be nasty about. So I'm like, you know what, I'm just not even going to bother having that on there. But what I've found is, A, since I've had Rocketeer on there, it's been like two days, nobody said anything about it. And B, I kind of think it might give me a psychological advantage, because every time I've gone up against somebody in Rocket League who is a Rocketeer, I think, oh god, this person's going to be good, and then they tend to be good. So I think that it might be a way of kind of intimidating people a little bit by being like, I'm a Rocketeer, and they might be like, "Uh," and that might give me a little edge. Now, I don't know, maybe not, but I like to think that's the case. It's kind of like when I get my dick out at an orgy. (laughs) So, Jimmy, yes. can, I, can I ask you, Jimmy? Can you yeah. can you do the um, the the Love Island trick where you put your willy in a pint glass and it touches the bottom? Then is that what you're saying? It, yeah, more of a shot. No, I need one of those yard glasses. <laughs> uh, and that's when all the women go. Oh, I just remembered I'm a lesbian. Goodbye. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other thing that happened in Rocket League news is, and I don't know when this happened, if it was a recent update or not, because I don't remember hearing anything about it, but you can now trade in the top tier stuff that you couldn't trade in before. <laughs> so when you play a game of Rocket League, they give you toppers and antennas and stuff and, you know, uh, hard hats and halos and you know stuff right well when you get five of those crappy things to you know that you don't want to use you can trade them in for a second tier i guess it's like common and then uncommon and then rare and then very rare whatever uh, at, at the top you eventually then will get things like cartoon smoke or hearts as your rocket trail or frostbite is one that shoots icicles out of your back of your car and for a long time, you couldn't trade anything on that top tier in. the Let's call it the exotic tier or whatever it is, right? Um, and every once in a while, I would go... Because I would end up trading the smaller stuff and getting... you know, Because once you get five common things, you trade them in for one uncommon thing. You get five uncommon things, you can trade those in for one rare thing, etc., 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 right? So I would keep trading up until I ended up with like 10 cartoon smoke trails. Right, and I would have them, and I would be like, "Can't do anything with these." So when it was time to trade things in, oh, don't show me Hellfire, please. That just breaks my heart. We'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> so stupid. I literally um, have no idea what I'm showing you. It's okay. Uh, but anyway, so I would I would try to trade in the top tier stuff, but you couldn't, and I would just click it every once in a while just to make sure you still can't trade it in. And then this week, I was like uh, randomly clicking, and then it let me, and I was like, "What?" 
And then I traded in five of them and it brought me, there's now a new tier above that. And I was like, oh my God, I can get more exotic things. Yes. So if that's, wait a minute. So if that's the exotic tier, what's above exotic? Well, exactly. There's exotic and then there's import and then there's black market and whatever. And I don't know. I don't think you can trade for black market stuff, but the black market is where they have the goal explosions, which is what I really want. And Why is it pretending to be something that's like a bit dodgy? Because that's the way people, they have to give it some way to talk about how rare it is. You can only say, you can only add very on the end of it so many times before it becomes stupid. But here's the thing. Last time I checked, before my vacation, um, or my holiday, uh, the goal explosions were like 20 keys for any of them. Now, the ones that people don't really want so much are coming down in price. So there's four. There's Hellfire, which is the most sought after one. That's where this big flaming skull comes out of the goal and it's very impressive. Um, that's the most sought after one. Then there's the least sought after one from what I can tell is sub zero. And that's where the goal kind of freezes and then breaks into ice chunks. And then yeah, it's not so impressive though. though it's it? not as impressive. No, that's going for like 12 keys. The hellfire is going for like 25 or 20. Um, sub zero is 12. Then there's the fireworks. And uh, I don't remember what the electricity one is called, but the electroshock, I think. So anyway, those are like 15 keys, I think. So I don't know. I'm, I'm happy about that because it means that they're becoming more and more available, which is awesome because it means that before long, I might be able to afford one. Yay! And then I'll have a really cool explosion when I score a goal, as opposed to the pretty cool explosion I have right now, which I should be happy with, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I hate this. I hate this. I hate it too, but I'm. I have to confess that like I want the cool things that they're offering in these crates. You're insane. I know, but you see, look, I, wait a minute, Chini. You can't complain that you hate this after you was giving it the okay in PUBG. No, like I just don't bother with it. I know, but you're saying you hate it, but it's like you seem to feel like it's no, acceptable like, because we didn't you have don't to talk about it. But now <laughs> one of us is into it and has to talk about I it. Know. Imagine like. That's a problem. If, if, if I got into PUBG crates and then started going, oh, I have to trade this fucking Where's Waldo top with his fucking pair of boots and fingerless gloves, you'd be like, this is the dumbest yeah. shit. Now how, I about, how about we just move on then? Into it and like be like, oh, yeah, I need an explosion with a skull. This isn't Rocket League that you're playing <laughs> no, anymore. This is no. a different game. This is a this fucking... Is because when I'm playing Rocket League, I Let's want a cool skull fire to game. come out and be like... This is an Excel sheet with a Rocket is, League background. This game is not Rocket League. You're playing a different game. <laughs> yeah, fucked Duke in the head. is now playing. I need 20 keys to get this. I need 15 keys for that. That's what I you're playing. I said 12. But I'll have many keys. No, you said it's 20 odd for the skulls. Yeah, but I'm not going to get the skull, am I? Yeah, you say that now. <laughs> so, uh, and then hey, when you get to 12 keys, you'll be like, oh, I need like another 58, 8 keys. 58 quid on it or some shit. Exactly. No, I, re- I, have, I still haven't. I traded in some... I mean, that's the thing. All I've gotten oh, for this geez. game... I've, I've wanted to move on, but y'all kept bringing it up. Uh, everything I've got for this game, I've gotten by just trading stuff that I already have. Slippery I haven't slope, put any... though, Duke. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> well, I'll tell it you is. what. It's been like that for like six it's... months. So if I haven't slipped, it's not that Doesn't slippery, matter. is it? That They only need you to slip once. <laughs> they do. And anyway, then they win. I bought a new way. game this week. So let's what? play. Here, oh, wait, yeah. where is it? Yeah, uh, where's the song? <laughs> Guess the, there uh, it is. Let's play. Guess the game that Chini's played and finished uh, this week. Toilet Hole Edition. Uh, yeah. as so you, you all know. This game? 
well, in a way, yes. As oh, you okay. all know, uh, I am obsessed with crafting games. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, you are. Yes. So anytime a crafting game shows up in my Steam feed, uh, I, I will take a look. And this week, a game called Kingdoms came up in my feed because... Well, I won't bore you with why it came up in my feed. Anyway, it appeared in front of me, and I said, hmm, that looks interesting. So I took a look, I watched a bit of a Let's Play, and I said, that looks good enough to merit 10 bucks to give it a shot, let's try it. So I paid 10 bucks for early access, and I played it. So here's Kingdoms is based on, I mean, it's trying to be Minecraft, but more realistic, so it's sort of Rust-ish. And Skyrim the, looks like Skyrim. It, it looks like it's trying to be between Rust and Skyrim. Um, it's all about building uh, a village. But here's the thing: the thing that it makes looks this like it's about running around with a well. Well, he's trying to place the well, isn't he? <laughs> well, in, like as far away as possible. What's he doing? He has to place it in a certain place, and then that will create a settlement node, and then he can whatever. Um, the point is, this game is distinguishing itself by having NPCs. Now, so far as I know, no other crafting game has really done a good job with NPCs except as enemies. So yeah, this I was going to say, Conan has them, doesn't he? Well, only as enemies, I only guess. Only as enemies, exactly, right. So this has friendly NPCs. So I guess that's the way I could describe it. Um, and then the idea is you build a settlement or you wait for... Because the NPCs are pretty industrious on their own. You can wait for NPCs to create their own settlement. And then you can join their settlement by building a house within it and then you can help build it up and you know craft stuff and go hunting and gather berries and you have to watch your food level and and you can go mining and there are caves to explore and all the rest of it oh juke's going to be very happy trees fall over i know it's exciting oh my god I never i've really, seen this on the screen i'm juke is very happy attention listeners i never really cared that much about it i guess i mentioned it once that i prefer that but it really isn't a big deal at all anymore if it uh, ever you made a big thing out of it at the time well i regret doing that <laughs> anyway the point is this game has a lot going for it it obviously looks very good uh, the npcs are, are I mean, it's in early access, so that's part of my review, is that I'm reviewing this not as a finished game, but as an early access game. So, um... Do games ever get finished these days? <sighs> there was one that just came out. It was early access for a long time, and it just came out. I, I don't believe you. Anyway, I don't blame you, because <laughs> most don't. don't believe you. Mass Effect Andromeda <laughs> was in early access. <laughs> I mean, you're right. It, a lot of times they don't ever get out of early access. And this is apparently one guy doing this, so maybe it won't ever come out of early access. I um, wouldn't be surprised. Well, the moon looks like it's 20 feet away <laughs> in the sky. It looks like it's 20. It looks like a big beach ball on a string. It's stupid. Here's the thing. The mechanics are not very good. The hunting is a nightmare. Um, swing in your equipment is slow. And... It just, I want to like this game, but I can't because the aesthetics of it's it. Shit. Feel, <laughs> it's not shit. <laughs> it's it's just very, it's very unpolished. So, it's very shite. Eh, I gave it a shot. I will go back to it in another six months, as I do to all these games. And the avatar that you play as looks like a blow-up doll. <laughs> all the NPCs in some ways look kind of weird. 
the the graphics aren't great i'm not gonna i mean that those that's the thing is that the world graphics look great the animals are fine the people look a little sketchy so whatever it is what it is people are hard to model exactly those people do look sketchy i mean even in skyrim and fallout they look fucking weird well they don't look as bad as oblivion do they no i had kickstarted the game dueros a long time ago this is a few months back that i saw a kickstarter for this and i thought "Ooh, that looks awesome i will pay to help that game get going and this week they sent out the alpha codes and i was like yes finally so i played some dueros alpha now i'm pretty what sure what is dueros it just sounds weird it's like it's a, a weird name dwarf and arrows i expect that's exactly why they chose that name yes um no, this... I reckon that's the first time they've ever had that pointed out to them. Do <laughs> yeah, yeah. So don't tell me, it's a dwarf game with bows and arrows. Is that what this is? Yeah, I haven't gotten to the bows and arrows yet. But here's the thing. It's really it's cute. Tr- this has kind of the opposite problem, or the opposite, um, in terms of the visuals, this game is wicked. Like, it's really good. It's very... Um, stylized. It knows exactly. It looks what like it's... a Disney cartoon. It almost. does look like a Disney cartoon. That's what I mean. It's so good in terms of how it looks. Um, the gameplay is not very deep yet because it's alpha, right? Like they've only just started on it. But I'll tell you this: it it's a lot more along. It's not a lot further along than I thought it would be. Like there's a tutorial in it, so I think that's yeah, a good it looks sign. Looks polished. It looks like yeah. it's got stuff going for it yeah exactly and nobody has played it yet much so there's not much streaming i don't think i couldn't even find footage of it to give chinny for the stream i just had to tell him here's the trailer play this over and over again um but it's cool because you have these three characters and you can shift between them and so it's kind of like gta 5 um you know it's it's gathering resources it's building tents for the elves who live in the forest and you're going to want to bring them into your little castle area and there's a lot of exploration to do and i just i think it's very well done so far even though it's not done i think it's got a lot of promise and i'm looking forward to playing this because i haven't even exhausted what's there yet so yeah I just think it's... Uh, I'm giving it a big so thumbs it's, up. It's, it's, it's one it's to crafting. watch. It's crafting though, right? It's... It is crafting, but it's it's crafting a town. Like, there's a reason to craft beyond just, oh, look, I made a house. Hey. Um, it's about attracting people to your town and then eventually you'll be able to, um, you know, build amusement can places you, for them and stuff. Can you build a strip joint? I don't yeah, believe can you, build you can that? build a strip joint. But maybe that's in an upcoming update. Who knows? Because that would attract people. I think yeah, it could. Yeah. But are they going to be can the you, kind of people you really want around? Can you build yes. a cafe where you can sell space cake? I don't think so. Uh, it's a bit rubbish then. Yeah, well, it's mm. not for everybody. Mm. But it does have, you know, it has that city that management element. I just, I think it's really well done, and I'm looking forward to playing more of it. So it Dwaros, looks like to up. me, orcs must die. But yeah, it's, it's got not a little of that. The same, but it but there, looks like that game. There's no dying involved. It's a peaceful world, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Chini yeah, is going to line right Every up. world's peaceful until Chini gets there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then shit goes down. And I'm going to craft a guillotine. Yeah. 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 Uh, be like corporal punishment, heads on spikes, sorted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now who wants to move now into it. my village? Nobody. 
<laughs> exactly. Speaking of town management, I actually went back to Banished because I know I had bad mouthed it a couple weeks ago. Oh, it's so hard. And I was thinking about it and I looked at it in my Steam library and I was like, okay, what's the problem with that game? Well, I didn't make enough houses and I didn't plant enough food. So now I'm doing a playthrough where I'm like, keep the houses coming, keep the food going and everything else can wait. And so far, it's it's doing very well, and it's it's yeah whatever that's banished. Um, and the last game that I want to talk about is Ballistic Overkill, because this was on sale on Steam uh, yesterday, I think. So what the fuck is Ballistic Overkill? It's seven dollars. That's what it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well that doesn't tell. Look, look, do you know what, dude? He knows that sucker. You're a sucker for games on sale. And keys in Rocket League. No, I haven't mm. ever bought a key. What do you have you heard what I've said? No, you want the keys though. You might not have yes, bought one. Yes, I do yet. want you're, them. You're but virgin, I don't buy them. You're but on I'll it. buy games on sale, but I don't buy keys. So whatever. No. Anyway, the point is this: um, Ballistic Overkill. Hey, remember when Call of Duty Four introduced multiplayer in that new way? Mm-hmm. Well, this uh. game kind of takes us back to those days because. Oh, yeah. It's there. It's class based, it, but they're all shooters. There's no healer. There's no medic. There's no engineer. It's just, are you a tank? Are you a? I think there's a stealth hero. There's a you know, vanguard. Yeah, so it's back to like sniper. Exactly. Sort of heavy. Exactly. That kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah, and it's just you know, there's team deathmatch. There's king of the hill. The first time I played it, I could only get into like Chinese and South American servers. I don't know if it's because when I was playing or what. Uh, There's always a stereotype in these games. (laughs) It is terrible. Terrible. (sighs) So anyway, the point is that there was a lot of lag when I played it the first time. I was like, this game kind of sucks. And I was like, oh, wait, it's because of the lag. Okay, Is that because you were getting shot all the time? It's because I was shooting someone and then it would only register like five seconds later. Oh, my God. How many times have you heard that excuse? Mm, Lag switch. Lag switch. Yeah. Yeah. So... (laughs) The point is, the second time, and the third, and fourth, and fifth, uh, I got into North American servers, and it's a lot better when you have a decent server. Uh, yeah, and it's, you know, the maps are pretty small. Um, the player base is not huge. There's not a lot There's of depth like to it, Call that's okay. It's like Call of Duty 2, by the looks of it, but it modern weapons. Right. It's very stripped down, but that's great. It's worth 7 bucks, and it's been fun. Um, I don't think I'll play it a whole lot, but I'm definitely getting my money's worth. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Hadn't ever heard mm-hmm. about it. Don't have a lot to say about it. It's good. So uh, is there a big player base? Are there plenty of matches, people playing? No, not really. I mean, you know, there's probably like <laughs> two to three hundred. So he's got that going for it. Yeah, but, don't you, think, you know. Don't you find it amazing that, like, there's so many video games in the world yeah, right there, now. There there's always, like, somebody in them. Yeah. Don't you just find that weird? Oh, yeah, yeah. totally. Um, yeah. So whatever, like I mean, I don't know. I just think it's, it is what it is. Like it's cute, it's fun. I'm having a good time with it. I'm getting a little better. I'm learning the maps because that's always you know part of it. And and yeah, you know the thing is, look, I think a game like this has potential to be attractive because it's stripped down. It starts. It reminds quickly. me. What was that? What was that shooter game you used to love and we were supposed to ribby about it? That multiplayer game that Section you used to Section fucking eight. That's what this, this doesn't look anyway. Section eight. What are you talking about? Section oh, eight is yeah. huge and open. This is all in shopping malls and stuff. Mm. Anyway, I don't know. Mm. 
So anyway, I like Ballistic Overkill. It's fun. It's silly. It's not anything to write home about, but it looks good. It plays well. The guns feel good. I like, I like the fact that it's very stripped back. It is. And it's and that's the thing, is that it, it loads quickly, and the the rounds come and go, and, you know, it's it's just, it's it's exactly what it advertises. Nothing more, nothing less. So. Oh, by the way, I, you know, I knew there was something I'd say. I don't know what's oh just made God, me think of this. I think it's because of Call of Duty. Okay. But... A BMW came past me today on the motorway, and its number plate was F1 FAH. What is that? What does it spell? If you change the the one to an I. FIFA. <laughs> oh, FIFA. FIFA. And I was I like, I couldn't believe I was right. I still wanted to take a picture of it. FIFA. Because it even spells like we say it. F-I-F-A-H. FIFA. FIFA. <laughs> I was just like, well, you know brilliant. why? It's because somebody already had F-I-F-A, and so they, oh, can I have F-I-F-A-H? No, that's also used. What if I make the I a one? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you know how personalized plates work, but they don't work that way. It's just literally what comes out of the DVLA. Well, then it's not personalized, is it? Well... You see, um, oh, if we're going to talk Christ. about personalized number plates, I'm going to leave the show. I know, yeah. <laughs> I well, think I will too. It is, but it isn't. You see, what happened? Just to give you a very quick. No, very quick. We have taken a okay. vote. Two very out of three of us have no interest in hearing this right now. Tell me later. You don't. Tell me later. I'll tell you later. Okay. I'm done talking about you, what I'm playing. Are you done? Yes. Um, well, I'll do mine very quickly because Good, I haven't played. Because I've left the show. <laughs> I know, yeah. I haven't played a whole lot of stuff this week. Uh, but I have played the evolution of trust, which Duke sent. Yeah, to us to play. this is a funky you sent little it to thing. Me. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and you sent it. You sent it to Ginny as well, but he obviously didn't play it. That's okay. Nope. I sent it to you uh, like three weeks ago, to be fair. Yeah, I played it the other week, and I forgot about it last week. Okay. So I did play it about yes, two weeks ago. I'm probably the same week you sent it me, to be fair. For those who don't know, uh, this is a web interactive thing. It's kind of a game. Um, it's designed to demonstrate the nature of trust using the prisoner's dilemma, which is a really cool it philosophical thing. That's about just about what I was going to say. Yes. This is basically um, all the 999 games, etc. That's what that is totally based around. Now I hate so, it. So, no, I think you. That's why I think you would like it. No, nope. because that's basically the premise of the game. So the the game, the, or the meta game, should I say, within those games is the prisoner's dilemma. Who okay. do you trust? Who do you not trust? Can you cooperate, or do you want to cheat? Okay. So it, so it's basically that. So it's kind of funny because that's basically what this is, but a very small version of that. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, I, it's good. It was interesting, but I mean, to play, to play the idiot in the room. What's the prisoner's dilemma? Okay, so the prisoner's dilemma in a nutshell is this. You you've seen a version of it in various. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll do it the easy way. Uh, Dark Knight Returns, right? Um, oh yeah. Yeah, they're on the boat, right? There's the good people. It and makes there's the, the pencil cri- disappear. Well, no. uh... <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, they're on the boat, right? There's the good people, and then there's the criminals on the boat, right? And they each have yep. a detonator that will blow up the other person's boat, right? Yep. If they both press it, they both die. If mm-hmm. um, one presses it and the other does not, then the other boat blows up. Same in reverse, and if nobody does it, then the Joker will blow them both up. 
well, that's sort of that's a version of the prisoner's dilemma, right? Do you cheat? Do you do do you hurt the other person in order to get advantage yourself, or do you try to cooperate? You you hurt the other person to advantage yourself instantly <laughs> in, without thought. Just do that. Chinny is the what's the character's name? Where am the, I? Uh, I can't remember that. All the cheat, fucking awesome, the awesome guy that survives. That's <laughs> where awesome I am. Guy that survives. Well, in but the prisoner's dilemma, that's a trouble. In the classic game, um, there's no, but the, it's not about dying. It's just about you. You in the in the classic version of the prisoner's dilemma, you would go free and your friend would get three years in prison. Whereas awesome. if, you, if you cooperated, you'd each get one, and if you if both of you cheated, then if your so if your friend sold you out, then you'd both get three years or two years in prison as well, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, but the point that this well, game makes is balls. right. Golden balls, exactly, exactly. Golden balls is exactly like it, right? It's golden balls, isn't it? It is golden balls. Yeah, and I know about that only because of a podcast called Radio Lab, which talked about it. Um, the, the thing that this little game does though, is that it shows that when you play just once, a lot of people will say, oh yeah, cheat. Right. But then the question is what happens if you know, you're going to play with that person again, because they're probably going to try to cheat as well. And then you end up having a really hard time because nobody trusts you. But this is, I mean, and I hate to keep saying this, but this is exactly what zero time dilemma does. Okay. Yeah, or, or zero escape, zero time dilemma, because obviously you play the game more than once, so you know what other players in the game did last time. Yeah. So that obviously has an influence of how you decide to go the next time you do it. I'll tell you, that's the first it's, thing it's that's, you've ever good. said that it's, makes me at all interested in that game, Stu. So okay. It is. It is amazing, honestly, and the way they do it is just brilliant yeah. in all three games. So yeah, it's very cleverly done. But yeah, that's exactly the the premise of that game. That's mm-hmm. the whole premise. So yeah. Well, there is a lot of other stuff in the story, etc. But that—that that is the game. Stuart, and there's more. There's more I stuff do in the, this. Uh, the Stuart Fowler dilemma, right? <laughs> Go on. Where it doesn't matter what game me and Duke talk about, it always goes back to a game that you played about. Uh, can I just it's say about this pigeon is game I played? Yeah. Could you just say this was on my played games? That I'm talking yeah, but about like a different one. Like the fucking. <laughs> can I just say that this is this is the games I'm playing? Hey, hey similar to another game. About a I different played. one. Like a different one. Yeah, do I talk about Rocket League every episode? Oh, wait. I also got another point to the argument. Fuck you. (laughs) I also didn't even mention the fact that I got a new controller. There's the box for it. It's an Xbox One controller. Mm. Because my Xbox 360 controller died. It's a great controller. It's a bit smaller than you're used to, but you'll get used to it. It's a great controller. It's good. That's what his wife said. Ah! Anyway, or what he said to his wife, should I say? Anyway. So yeah, evolution of trust. Evolution of trust is worth a play. It's kind of, kind of interesting. Um, yes, obviously talked about Tacoma, and I got a new game this week. No, you didn't. I did. I bought a brand new. What, game. Is, it? what is it? Literally just released, hot off the press, um, which is Hellblade: uh, Senua's Sacrifice. Oh, Fuck I saw me. this. If there's a if there's a game that has Stuart Fowler written all oh, over it, yes. just the name it of it is. though, not the because the game itself looks kind of interesting. I'm curious to know what you think, Stu. It's extremely interesting. It looks uh, like Heavenly Sword, but she painted her face blue instead of red. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Not really. No, no, it's not really. But yeah. not really at all. I've got to say, and I said this on the on the other podcast I went on, which was the Boss Wave this week. 
this for me is the best facial animation of a character I have ever seen in any game ever. Wow. And the reason being, and I, and I don't know what it is, but they've got the eyes right. The eyes look don't look dead. It's the window to the soul. I know. I don't know what it is, but they've they've made it. It it looks right. It is the, the nearest to Uncanny Valley I've come across in any game ever. Mm. And that's that's on my PC, which doesn't really. I'm only on sort of medium settings. Uh, but it's it's the eyes. I don't know what it is. They've got them. Stuart, stop good. whining about minor aesthetic details. But but it's important for the premise of the game and the and the subject matter that the, <laughs> the cut, story that has to do with focus. eyes. Yeah, Did because you people's eyeballs. Well, it is important because the story centers centers around mental illness front and center. Okay. And obviously, a lot of mental illness what? is in the eye. That's dumb. When do you slice somebody's head off? <laughs> uh, there is that. There is fighting and well, combat. Well, you better have slicing head off in a hell game called Hellblade. Uh, you get, you do get a big, you do get a big sword. That would be awesome if the uh, town was just called Hellblade. It's like, oh, welcome to Hellblade. We farm here. Hellblade. Like, no! We we were named after um, <laughs> some Vikings when they raped all our families, but we're okay. We're a lovely place, uh, and uh, it doesn't raped really raped all our families. <laughs> Why don't you change the name of the town? Listen, I'm not the mayor here. I'm just like, I just, you know, I run a we shop We don't like to cause trouble here in Hellblade. So what's the name of your shop? Uh, I punch children. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Stu, you anyway, were saying about the game. Are you quiet? Do you know, I didn't do this when you were talking about... Bullshit! Yes, you did. I didn't. You interrupt oh, about, not like that, though. You know, no, just you don't interrupt with funny things. No, that's true. <laughs> Anyway, tell us about anyway. this game with the blue face. Tell us about the blue face game. <laughs> yes. So anyway, it's it has some of the best sound I've ever heard in a game, uh, because it has binaural 3D sound. So you have to play with headphones on. You right. have to play. And, with headphones on. <laughs> well, you don't have to, but no, you don't it have enhances to. it enormously because obviously one of the things obviously is constantly hearing like detached voices all the time okay uh so it's saying different things to her but obviously once you've got your headphones on they're coming from all different directions so it, it gives you a really good idea of what it would be like to be in inside of her head you know and because obviously you know i grew up with a mum who spent a lot of time hearing voices and talking to herself mm-hmm. you know i can totally relate to the character and understand exactly and how well they've captured it and i think the audio has a massive impact on that mm. because the way that you hear the voices in your head, you can totally imagine that's what it would be like to have a mental illness and be able to hear all these disembodied voices yeah. saying stuff all the time. Right. You know, it's, it's difficult for me because, you know, I grew up with that for a lot, a lot of my life. Mm-hmm. Did you know what this game was about when you went in? No, I didn't know. So when you, when did it start to like hit a nerve? Oh, yeah, no, I think sort of almost instantly. As you saw, I mean, it's not only, and I think this is what I was trying to explain earlier about the eyes, because with my mum, obviously, it, it went in episodes. So sometimes she'd be quite lucid for, for a few months, and then obviously she would start to sort of turn. I don't even know how you explain it, but the first place you saw it was in her eyes, mm. you know, with that sort of skittish nature, and also almost looked empty, but pretty much like mostly all of the video games. Mm-hmm. 
And I think it's weird for me because obviously playing a game where someone's got a mental illness that I can obviously not relate to from my own personal point of view, but obviously from a, a very close family member, mm-hmm. um, it does kind of touch a nerve, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yes, there is combat. There is combat. And it is sort of, it's a bit rudimentary to be fair. It's, it's standard light attack, heavy attack, sort of melee and dodging. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's no hood. So that's kind of cool. So it is very cinematic in that way. There isn't any sort of anything on the screen at all, apart from her and, the, and obviously the environment. It looks very uh, really polished. That, is it? Sorry, do you know who made this? Like, have they done other games? Yeah, it's Ninja. It's Ninja Theory. People oh, are my okay. DMC and, yeah, 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 and yeah, Enslaved. Okay. Huh. I got gotcha. Enslaved. Okay. So their motion capture is like on point. Yeah. It's it's the best. I mean, even the way she animates walking just looks really natural. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of the best looks, looking games. She looks buff as fuck. She is. Oh yeah. I mean, it is very very cool how she animates how she moves around the environments what she sort of does uh the the combat looks amazing you know so obviously the older dodging all the sort of different finishing moves etc but i do feel that's probably going to be its weakest point to be honest yeah because i think the story and the and the sort of subject matter and to actually take that on in a game i think is really good on them you know and i, I think what's kind of interesting right at the very beginning of the game it actually in the cast, you know, obviously the cast is playing as you sort of start the game. It has the person who gave them, like the psychiatrist who was the advisor, is is right up there front and centre as well at the beginning of the game, who gave all the advisement on mental illness and how it affects people. See, that's interesting because I think there's a lot of games that have sort of voices in the head, but it's always sort of Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, like, oh, here's a guide that's going to, you know, be there for you, or or else it's like one bad voice that's like, eh, I'm going to make you do something horrible. And I, I agree with you, Stu, that it sounds like this is them trying to do something for this game that, I don't know, like that Dragon Cancer did in terms of like, let's try to deal with this thing in a in a way that's a little more direct and is a little more sophisticated and adult. Definitely. And I mean, that's exactly what it does. It is kind of more adult in theme. It's, it's definitely not scared of, of doing it, you know, and I think that's kind of cool because most yeah. people would be put off right. by sort of saying, look, let's play a game about mental illness. And it's right. not necessarily about mental illness, but that is kind of what she's got. And it's, it's based in old Scottish North mythology. So uh, they've also mixed in, which is kind of interesting as well, they've mixed in live-action footage as well, but sort of distorted it. Hmm. So, so they have real-life actors in there as well, but they kind of really blend in really well with the with the environments and with the, the art style. It just looks fine. Hmm. Um, but I've got to say, I think... I think it's great. I, I really enjoy it. Well, I enjoy it. I say enjoy is probably the wrong word for it. But It's it a right en- good romp. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, it's not, not particularly... <laughs> Uh, but it is engrossing and it is interesting to be put in that position. And I think that's what the sound does for it because you're sort of hearing all those voices yourself in your ears all the time that you're playing it. It does make you, it does make you feel that way. It does make you understand how, you know, how she must be feeling and what she's going through. I think it's, it, it, there's a, yeah, I, I can imagine what it would do is like emphasize in a way that can't be emphasized any other way the overwhelming nature of that experience. You don't know what it's like necessarily for someone going through it, but you do get a visceral sense of connection to it that you wouldn't get any other way. Does that make sense? And and Yeah, a way, definitely. A, a way that that actually connects to me in a way because 
there's I don't know if y'all heard about this, but in Charlottesville, Virginia, recently in the United States oh, yeah. this weekend, there was this massive protest of Klansmen and fascists and Nazis, and then there were a bunch of counter protesters there as well, and one jackass drove his car into the protesters and killed somebody. And it's obviously devastating whenever something like that happens, but the Duchess was pretty profoundly saddened by that. And it occurred to me that that seemed to have struck her in a way that other situations like that didn't. And I think the reason is because she has taken part in a lot of those street protests. And a lot of times drivers are especially obnoxious during those protests and when she's riding her bike. So the only reason I mention it is because I think her personal connection to that, you know, that, that made it hit home in a certain way. And I think whenever I hear a story about a teacher being killed or, or doing something horrible, you know, I, I, I feel a connection there. So I think this game could be an interesting link to that sort of thing as well. Yeah, no, definitely. And like I say, the, the puzzling elements are a little bit frustrating mm. uh, because basically what you have to do, and you can see this in this section here, when you want to open a gate, it has two like rune symbols on it. And you just literally have to wander around until you find them in, in the near environment to where you stood. Mm. So you kind of wander around and then you have to line it up and then it opens the door. Kind of reminds me of the so room a little bit, but obviously more sophisticated. Yeah, it's it's all right, but it is. I think the mechanics are a little bit rudimentary, but I think the aesthetics and what it's doing make up for that in spades, really. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, I'm looking forward to kind of going through it and seeing how it, it develops and what happens through the story, because I think it's going to be quite an interesting and, and probably quite bleak. I have mm-hmm. to say, I don't think it's going to be a fun romp anyway. I think it's going to be quite a bleak. And... Nah, at the end, it's all just a good laugh. <laughs> yeah, I don't Turns think, out I don't she's think just at her birthday party, and it's like, hey, surprise! <laughs> it's all fine. Yeah, I'm worried about... Be a... Go on. To, to me, I mean, like, is it is it is it a walking simulator, though? Because, like, it doesn't... Well, like, this is... A, what, the main there's gamey things, things in it, but there's not that many gamey things. No, the main criticism it's re- received, really, is that a lot of reviewers are saying they should have just not bothered with the combat. Mm-hmm. They should have kind of stuck to maybe some puzzle elements and, and sort of made it more of a full-on walking simulator because that's kind of what it is, a very cinematic story. Mm. It looks like Tomb Raider, but with all the combat taken out of it. Yeah, uh, that's that's kind of what it, it's a nice looking game, and I'm I was quite uh, yeah. shocked that it ran all right on my PC, to be honest. Hmm. So it's, it it's on my well. Steam list anyway, Chini. So if you want to give it a go, you're more than welcome to. Uh, no, uh, so uh, <laughs> no, I just it doesn't look like my thing. I don't know, I don't know. Well, you like Ninja Theory games? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> but like I, I just. I mean, look, there's an interesting thing I just thought of. Like, would it be, because you say, you know, it touched a nerve with you. It's not the most <laughs> uh, happiest game of them all. Would it be a contender for Game of the Year? I think it's potentially up there. If it, if it develops as well as I think it might do, yeah, I think it possibly is going to be up there. And I think what's kind of cool about it is, well, could not cool for me, but not so much cool for them, is that it's kind of been under the radar, hasn't it, really? Yeah, I haven't I've heard, heard about things it, so. about it. Yeah, fair enough. I just, well, I had, I've heard things. Hmm? Yeah. I, I, it's it's curious to me to figure out if it's... I mean, cause there's more games out now than there ever been, right? Like, it it seems like it's harder and harder for a game to make a name for itself like that. Yeah. You're getting, you're getting love in the chat, Stu. I, don't know I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, Smart Isis says, get over it, Stu. No, he didn't. He said, uh, he said I played Journey 
when my mom was dying of cancer. Oof. So, like, you know, touched a nerve. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and like guys. I said, that dragon cancer hit me because I lost my dad when I was 16. So I don't know. I think it's yeah. it's an interesting thing about games because you know a lot of times people will just say, oh, video games is just you know Pac-Man or Grand Theft Auto or whatever. And obviously there's as many kinds of games as there are different kinds of movies. And I think this is one of the things that games can do really well is reflect something important about difficult experiences that people have been through. So. I think what I what I like about Ninja Theory in in particular and and this game in general is that they've been prepared to take a huge risk mm-hmm. because instead of doing the normal video game tropes of like, you know, devil may cry for instance, you know, which was the last game that they did, they've been sort of prepared to take on a very serious subject matter and, kind of do it in an adult way rather than just sort of in a flippant throwaway way. Well, Devil May Cry took mm. on some really serious issues, right? The rise of demons on the planet Earth. That's an important issue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not a lot of people are talking about that. No, I agree with uh, you. I but, think that's true. And I think it's it's I think that's something that a lot more games could do. And I know that people are worried that oh, if they get too serious then the fun of the game will go away. But I think the best games are games that can do both, you know, just like the best movies are both entertaining and very thought-provoking. I think there's a way to walk that line. Yeah. Did you say uh, this anyway. was set in Scotland? It's, yeah, it's set on... Uh, they talk about the Isle of Arran and a few other different uh, Scottish islands. It looks so, what, like modern-day Scotland, like about five years ago. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. No. That guy's no, eating haggis. When I see Scotland in my head, this is kind of what I imagine it looks like. Yeah, it's definitely wet anyway, so they've got that bit right. It's <laughs> yeah, raining. Nailed that. Yeah. Nailed that. They've nailed We're going to see some combat on the stream. Big, big dude. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The combat doesn't look that fun. I don't know. Uh, it's all right. I mean, the combat's all right. It looks stylish, but it's a bit boring to, to execute. It's basically, it's kind of like Assassin's Creed, but without all the extra flourishes and stuff. It's kind of like dodge, quick hit, dodge, heavy hit, quick hit. And that's kind of it, really. So it's very repetitive. See, that sounds okay to me. I don't mind that. Yeah, I don't mind that. I'm not, I don't want anything too deep, to be honest. Yeah. So I'm kind of fine with it getting over quickly. Yeah. Um, but you you de- basically you build up your power on the mirror. So there's a mirror dangling off her side, and when that's full, you can then unleash like a big attack. So that's uh, like big finisher stuff. Yeah. So that's what you've got to use against the boss type characters. Um, so yeah, you've got to learn to dodge. That's it. That's the biggest thing in the game. Um, and if you obviously dodge at the right time, that's when you fill your mirror gauge up. It's the Witcher so the- three all over again. Yeah, they've kind of done a good job, though, of putting everything on her as a character. So your HUD's basically her. So your your health is a... Oh, like dead a, space. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's like a black growth that goes up your arm if you get hit too many times. Um, and then it had this weird thing that came out with the reviews that if you die too many times, it deletes your save. Uh, what? So you <laughs> so if you fail too uh, many times in the game, it wow. deletes your... Pro- but... But apparently it's not true, oh, so goodness. you don't need to worry too much. That but apparently suck. it's not true. Uh-huh. So, yeah. But anyway, look, all I can do is recommend it and say it's well worth, and it's twenty four quid. Yeah, I noticed it was a little cheaper than other like AAA games, but it looked like a AAA yeah. game. So it is it's not. It's not that long though. Is it? It's like, no, that's what I, was gonna I say. think it's about it's seven seven or eight hours. I've heard. It's not too bad. Oh, is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it's not walking simulator length. It's longer than that. You reckon you'll be done by next week? I'm gonna try, yeah. although I won't be here next week. Oh, that's right. Ooh. That's right. I'm away. Yeah. I'm away next week. Well, you should send a speak pipe telling us what you think. 
Yeah, I will do. Or you I'll definitely do that the week after. Yeah. So I'll see. I'm going to see if I can get out because I'm off work tomorrow and I'm off on Friday. So I'll see if I can uh, get stuff done, but I will be packing as well. But if I get up early enough in the morning, I don't think I reckon a couple of good sessions should get me through it. I'm going to question your dedication to this podcast, Stu. If you can't get this done, (laughs) going on holiday and shit. I know, yeah. I question dedication to your teeth. I know, (laughs) that's both of us. but yeah, look, I totally recommend it. It looks great. It's amazing. And it does straddle the uncanny valley line big yeah. time. Because mm-hmm. there's a bit that's just been on when she's talking directly to the screen. And it is a bit weird. I think this is the game I might... This I can see myself watching someone play this rather than playing it myself. I don't know why, but for some reason I think I might enjoy that more. Just to yeah. have it as a movie rather than a game. I don't know. Well, it, that's what it straddles, apparently. It's very movie-like. Yeah, that's cool. So this is the bit where it tells you the dark what will grow each time you fail. Dude. Yeah, her quest is over. And it says something like you lose all progress. Goodness. And all progress will be lost. There it is right there. All progress will be lost. But I don't think that's necessarily true from what I've heard. Somebody did it on... Somebody tried to do it and got themselves killed 50 times and it still didn't sort of wipe the game save that's because off. It so takes, not really sure. it takes 51 to actually have it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay. But, uh, but he, apparently the, that's just messing with you as well. Uh-huh. So that's just messing with you. One more piece of the puzzle. Yeah. So, but There's a lot of this game where she's just looking at you. Oh, yeah. And it is weird because her eyes are just right. The eyes look right, and it, it's weird because you don't see that in video games. And maybe they should have got this guy on Mass Effect. Well, I remembered. You know, when we were when we went to his talk at EGX or Eurogame, yeah. he talked about eyes, didn't he? Then he talked about how difficult it was. I to don't get know. Eyes. I was too busy being lost in his eyes. <laughs> were you? <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember him talking about the eyes and saying how difficult it was to make eyes look real. And that they were really trying hard to do that. So whether they've almost perfected it. out. Yeah. It feels like they have because her eyes look real. Steve yeah. figured it out in accountants. He did. <laughs> Nailed it. Thank God, he Steve. Figured it out. Move them. Move the eyes. Did Steve you know? tell you that perchance? Steve. Yeah. Steve. But yeah, anyway, all I can do is totally recommend it. And for 24 quid, or I'm guessing, what, $30, is it? $35? Oh, for free, for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm free for you. I don't know. There's some early access crafting games I could buy with that money. Exactly. But think of all, <laughs> think how many copies of this you could buy had you not bought all those early access and crafting I, and games. And you save up for my keys for Rocket League. Oops. Oh. Uh, just kidding. But anyway, it's cool. All I can say is it's very cool so yeah. far. And... I have no hesitation in recommending it, even though the puzzly stuff's a little bit frustrating. Shite. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, there you go. Yeah. Is it my turn now? It's it is your turn, turn now. My mouth hurts. Ha <laughs> ha, your uh, mouth hurts. And it's all um, your fault. Talk about dodging go. and shit. I played For Honor. Oh, really? Game. Why and how? It's, Jimmy... it's free, isn't it, at the moment? Oh, yeah, right. Jimmy said, hey, Mike. I said, what? And he was like, oh, it's for honor. <laughs> and I was like, shut up, Jimmy. Uh, no, he's, I don't know. He's into it. He's like, oh, look, for honor's free. Have you heard of for honor? Yeah. It looks dumb. And then he <laughs> says, well, can you play it with me? I was like, okay. But the, there was days, an esports thing and there were people glitching and it ruined the thing. Did you I don't know about what that? that is. Uh, but these days, um, I don't know. Jimmy doesn't like 
like the twins are getting older. They're like thirteen or some shit. Uh, <laughs> you don't even know how old they no, are. No, they're twelve, coming thirteen in November. Um, and you know, more and more, like they don't give a fuck about me anymore. Like you know what I mean? Like, they're just Aww. like whatever. But you know, no, they do. But like at the same time, they don't. You know what I mean? When I walk in, quite oh, really. I used to go roller skating with her all the time. Now she never fuck. wants to go. You know, Don't give a shit. She just wants to go. Yeah. You just wants to hang out with your mates and stuff. Um, you and know, the cats and in the cradle and the silver spoon. I know I'm losing yeah. them. And I know I'll get them back when they're 18 and they've got no money. But, um, and they need you to buy beer. Uncle it's fine. Mike. Yeah, Uncle Mike, can you give me a lip? <laughs> fuck off. You know it. No. Um, yeah, so like, so Jimmy says, oh, can you play Piranha with me? Uh, Uncle Mike, can you post I, uh, my bail? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I uh, I drew graffiti on on the Statue you, of Liberty again. You, like, there's lots of to, questions there, Jimmy. Do you know how to get uh, a body? Do you know how to get rid of a body, Uncle? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so like I don't know. For Honor is a is a combat game yes. where it's basically um, Dark Souls <laughs> but multiplayer. Yeah. Um, it's like Dark Souls and, meets Street Fighter. Yeah, it's uh, it's Call of Duty, Dark Souls. Um, Street Fighter, uh, Assassin's Creed, and uh, with a sprinkle of, um, I don't know, Minecraft. Uh, I don't <laughs> know. No what Minecraft in this game. I played. I did play a bit of this when the beta came oh, yeah. out, yeah, and it too. was all right. I yeah. thought it was all right. It was okay. Uh, the animation's pretty bang on, to be fair. Uh, yeah. So you you play as it's four v four, and then there's like. Sort of uh, AI characters like, like minions or whatever, yeah. not the actual minions from the movie, <laughs> that but uh, awesome. that would really break the immersion. <laughs> and uh, yeah, bottom. And you know that like you 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 run around and capture points. Like it's not that revolutionary, but the combat's fun, and you have to sort of like you know and like it's you, very you intricate, isn't it? Yeah, well, no, it's just like there's an arrow and you have to like point the thing in that arrow. It's not that intricate. Um, yeah, but there's like six different kinds of attacks and it's up, middle, and I don't down, know. and all I, different I saw a light and a heavy, and I was doing fine. Like yeah. so. Yeah, there's some bit. There's something about directions, isn't there? That you have to do yeah. uppercuts and all that kind of stuff. You'd, you'd lock. You lock on to a dude, right? And like you've got three directions, like up, left, right. And like you can sort of see what he's gonna do. Like there's like an indicator as well. Like, oh, he's gonna attack you from this side. So you have to move your right analog stick to that side, and um, and you can see what he's how he's blocking as well. So you can do a, an attack like that goes against that. So there's a bit of that shit. Um, but it's basically just melee combat with capturing points. I thought it was good. Um, and it feels good, and it's fun when you kick somebody off an edge. Uh, I, I laughed at that bit. Um, but if this, I'm only playing it because it's free. I mean, Jimmy was like, "Why is the fire coming out of a dude's shoulders?" Because that's what happened in the olden days. You read a book. Um, <laughs> fire. Is this like the? Is this like the the exploding gold things you can get in Rocket League? Is that what? Have that you ever seen Passion of the Christ? Where that scene where all these fire comes out? Yeah, you know, Game, Game of Thrones, a documentary <laughs> film. You didn't know that. Like, you need to just read a book, Stu. Yeah. Really? Um, Song of Ice yeah. and Fire is based on true events. J- Jimmy's it's, convinced it's half price now, so instead of forty-five or forty quid or something, it's twenty. Um, and he's he's all in. He's like, I'm going to buy it. So like, I suppose 
the uh, free weekend worked. It worked on it. Oh, so Jimmy know. hasn't got it yet. He's only played the free no, weekend. No, he's though. played for the free weekend. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, but you've got to. Okay. I think you've got to download it through UPlay, which is why I never bothered. But um, careful, you don't get hacked. Yeah, uh, he's he was like, yep, no, this is my thing now, and he's into it, and then he'll play it and put it down because he. He goes off games very, very quickly, yeah. um, which is why when he asked me to buy it, he says, oh, you should buy it, Mike. I was like, we're <laughs> never going to buy it. I bought Golf with Friends for you, and we played it for 10 minutes, and then you fucked off. Um, so screw you, nephew. Uh, yeah. And he goes, no, well, well, I don't know. My mom called me. I'm like, shut up. You don't, you don't know what's going on. It's not like the guy um, Jacker who's calling about the model trains. Do you have to go to its own tracks? I don't know. Four is pretty good. Uh, I, was, I was impressed with it, but I would only play it. I would only play it if I got, a, like, I was playing it with all my friends. That's like probably when it would be fun. Yeah, um, yeah I, I get the sense this is a game that you really want to have other people. Like most, know. most multiplayer though is like it's only fun when you play it with friends. Like, I play Overwatch now and again on my own because I'm mm. I just want something else, but. As soon as you start playing with friends, it's much more fun. I've got a bit cold turkey with PUBG. Ooh. I know, yeah, what's happening? I know. Right? Um, I can't do my usual PUBG for life because my face is um, feels like I'll I've got a tennis ball. PUBG for life! Yeah. Uh, do it so, for you. So the, yeah, so I don't know what's happened really. Uh, I've gone cold turkey on it. I'm, on purpose, like so you're trying pe- to, or are you just, just for whatever yeah, reason? Yeah, no, you're... every day is a struggle. Like, huh. every day is, like, I'm going to play it today, and then I never do. Um, so for people that think that, like, oh, Chini's not into it anymore, or, you know, it's finally, like, the bubbles burst, blah, 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 you're wrong. Like, every day, I want to, I'm like a smoker. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, I want to play PUBG so much. And you're denying yourself um, because you want to get through your... Year of Living Games. Well, it's funny you should say that, because I was going to ask you where you're up to, because we're eight months into the year now. Why do you mind your own fucking business? So you should be at least (laughs) halfway through if you're going to make it. Um, Well, that's that's what set the alarm off, Stuart, if that is your real name. Uh, (laughs) Because... um, yeah, it was. I, I sort of realised it was. It was like past the halfway point, uh, and I wasn't halfway. So when I did the quick maths, I was not on track to finish. So how many games have you completed now? Well, if Bongo pulls his fucking finger out and updates the goddamn website, um, <laughs> maybe if you curse at him more, that'll help. Uh, <laughs> I've I've finished fourteen. Oh, well, you're not so far. I didn't think you'd finish that many, to be honest. Yeah, no, I have. You know, I'm kind of, like, good at that stuff. Um, oh, no, I thought you were going to say about eight or nine. No, no, I've finished 14. And, to be, you know, I, I have got City Skyline started. I just, I kind of fell out of love with that game. But I feel like I'm going to start a new city or something. So I've got another 10 or 15 hours to play in that. And then I'll be done with that. I've almost finished Banjo-Kazooie. You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm like... 14 but i'm not far off from being 16 um with a bit of effort and i'm suppose i'm not that far off from bioshock as well so uh but that's what i've been playing is bioshock. bioshock bioshock yeah so where are you up to then i'm up to sander cohen oh the musician. Oh, that's quite a way in isn't he yeah it is um royan 
you fucking that and this. Uh, that's bar shock, everyone. Um, so which way, which way did you go the first time round with Sander Cohen? Uh, you mean what I did with him when, when we yeah, were did done? Yeah, did you kill him or let him live? No, I let him live because I knew there was an achievement later on to find him. Uh, <laughs> is that the only reason you let yeah. him live? Of course, why else would Chinny let anybody live? I yeah. actually, I actually, when I was playing this was in 2007. Um, uh, oh, by the I, way, I was, spoilers for Bioshock. Yeah, <laughs> Bioshock's 10 years old. Get on. <laughs> like who gives a shit? So there's a there's a maniac in the uh, in the game uh, called Sander Cohen, and he's he likes taking pictures of dead people and stuff. And you come across him to you need he has the key to Andrew Ryan's house. And you have to play his game to to sort of get the key. And his game is taking pictures with dead people. So that's where I am with that. That um, that was one of my favourite bits of the game. I it felt. is it's probably the best part of the game. I it think. Is. Uh, and it's it's. I think that's what stands up about Bioshock is because there's there's a lot of high points. I think the intro is a, a fantastic part of the game. Yeah. Um, and probably like one of the first few missions that you do is really exciting and, and interesting. Um, there is a bit where you go to the gardens and you have to like revitalize the plant. I hated that. Oh, yeah, I remember ago. that. Ten years ago, I almost gave up at that point oh, yeah. on playing Bioshock. I felt like that was uh, just change of pace for the sake of a change of pace. Like, hey, yeah, you know what's not an underwater city? Plants, trees. All right, let's put those in there somehow. Yeah, t- ten years later, me still thinks it's a little bit boring. But I didn't. Maybe because I was sort of ready for it. I knew like, mm-hmm. like I just found like the plant levels a bit shit. And I remember it's funny, isn't it? Like, it's been ten years. Like I can't remember what I did last week. <laughs> but ten years ago, I yeah. played this, and I walk into a room and go, "Oh, I hacked a terminal here." Yeah. Like on the left, and I was bang on. Right. And then, oh, I walked in here, and there's an enemy here, and there's a big daddy here, and da da da. So, yeah. I, but there are things I don't remember about the game. Um, kind of how creepy it was at certain points. Um, it's actually a lot more easier than I remember it being. And I don't believe that I'm better at games now. I'm probably shitter at them. Um, but I feel like Bioshock. 10 years ago was something that I'm not used to playing. Like these days I played lots of different things, but 10 years ago um, I didn't play that many different, like a big variety of games. This is a fun fact, right? The world of video games opened up for me when I started listening to podcasts. When I started started listening to podcasts, I started getting more interested in video games, right? 2007 was the first time I ever listened to a video game podcast. That video game podcast had an interview with Ken Levine, Dude. the very first one I ever listened to. There you go. And it was about a game called Bioshock, and I had no idea what it was. Uh, but there was it was the Major Nelson podcast, and they was making this big fucking deal about this thing, and they were saying Ken Levine's a genius. They were talking about System Shock. I'm like, I have no idea what these guys are talking about. So then I went... And I looked at videos of um, Bioshock, and then there was a demo. Uh, there was a magazine. I bought a magazine with Bioshock on the front of it, and it had a demo disc. Remember the disc? And the guys would like do a commentary over it and shit. Um, have a, like a play play preview of it. 
Um, th- this is what the world was like 10 years ago, kids, I'm afraid. I know, <laughs> and, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> and then the demo came out, and the demo came out, and I think that's what that basically just convinced everyone that this is going to be still best demo ever. Best demo, and and yeah, like th- this back then, this game was quite intimidating to me. I think like because it's so different to what I, used, you know, I used to play Halo and shoot things in the face, and um, I never really sort of that bothered about you know Master Chief's a fucking idiot that just shoots things like he's he's a dumb character. Um, uh, you know, I didn't. You know, I played Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider is just this stupid twat that just does <laughs> handstands and shit. She's, she's not interested at all. Um, and then you play Bioshock. You know, and it's just another completely different thing. That here's the philosophical never... flaws of objectivism, kids. Like, oh my god. Yeah, like, and I don't. I'm too dumb to uh, to understand all that kind of stuff that Duke's talking about, but. You know, it captured me in a way that, like, it, 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 like, I was just like, wow, like, I've really, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a home run, really. The first episode yeah. of a podcast that I never listened to directed me to a video game. That's probably one of the best video games ever made. So, like, I agree with that. and I think, sorry, real quick, I'd say this is one of those games that does both things at once. It's very entertaining, but it has some really important philosophical stuff in it. Yeah. No, it does, but I don't understand them. But well, anyway, no, but you do. That's uh, the thing is that you do. It's just you don't know all the fancy ways to talk about it, but you no, do relate to it. It's like Andrew Ryan's like, ah, oh, fuck everything, fuck them all, yeah. fuck them. I'm gonna start my own thing <laughs> right. underwater, yeah. which isn't safe. You stupid knob. <laughs> you know, there's leaks yeah. everywhere. <laughs> like this place is falling apart. Like this is gonna work at all. Like dumb. Uh, let's build one in the sky. Doesn't work. Like just. <laughs> Where's put your parachutes everywhere. Just yeah. put parachutes everywhere. Just <laughs> what are you doing? Anyway, uh, Bioshock's good. He's a little preoccupied saying. with the girl who rips the fabric of time to be worried about parachutes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Bioshock's good. I, I, it, it, it just holds up. Sander Cohen is is one of the best parts of the game. It's so interesting and fucked up. Um, and the but yeah, but the game's not that difficult. I'm, I'm like I'm fucking up the big daddies big time. Um, I'm just mashing them up. Like I don't. So are you, are you doing it any differently now? Are you using different powers, or are you doing it exactly like you did it last time? Um, I'm 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 a bit more playful with the powers, I think, than I, what I remember. I sort of just stuck with the electrical majiggery. Also, in video games, I have a habit of like hoarding shit. That's about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I hoard oh, yeah. a lot of shit, and um, like I think I need to save this because. I'm going to use it further on. Now I just spend it or use it straight away. It's like yeah. gives you like, like a flame fry. I'm like using this, using this now. Um, so yeah, I don't know. The game's good. It's Bioshock. If you haven't played it, you're fucking insane. That's Bioshock. There might be some people out there who've never played it. You're Play insane. It. They're the same people be. who never played Portal 2. They're the same as that person driving his BMW with FIFA on yeah, his exactly. uh, number plate. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, FIFA. People. See, see, smile tastes, but I still need to play Bioshock. A, a lot of people come into. He also said, "Major Nelson's the Pat Sharp of video games," which is hilarious. Um, it's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, fun house, fun. Which is what Bioshock is. It's a fun house. No, yeah, I don't know. Like a lot of people come into the stream and said, "Oh, I've never played it. I don't know what it is. What's a video game?" Um, which is strange, but I don't know. I'm done talking about Bioshock. It's like 10 years old. Anything else you yeah. want to talk about? No. Nope. Super quick I mean, news? 
I really need to do some quick news. Super quick news. news. Super quick news. Uh, Deadly Premonition. Is no, there's not news first. about Deadly Premonition. Sure, oh, no, sure. Listen, it, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Oh first God. game in three years at PAX Seattle. There you go. It's all good stuff. All right, good super quick come. news. Another shit game is going to come. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the internet reacts to Valve's new game announcement. Valve That's... used to make video games, but now they don't. So they're going to make a proper video game. Oh no, they're not. They're going to make a fucking card oh, game. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so I was just like, what the fuck is this? It's a Dota card game. did not react very well to that. You remember um, when MOBAs were things game. that everybody was making? Everybody made their own MOBA. And then that went away. And now everyone's making their own card games. What if you took a MOBA and made it into a card game? It's just uh, stupid, though. It's just yes. like... I th- we talked about this on the Boss Wave quite a bit. But we just sort of saying like they are just creatively redundant at Valve now, aren't they? They're just doing what everybody else they is got, doing. Well, the Reuters left. I know. That's what I mean. There's oh, just nobody yeah. there. There's no one to do anything anymore. It's sad. It's very sad. And all these just sad. making the tons of money changed. off Steam. The business I know. Changed. I know. I wish uh, you'd just go back and not have Steam and just keep making hey, really hey, good hey, games. Hey, I like Steam. Don't be talking about I Steam. Know, but, gave, you know, but... gave you so much joy, though. I know. It's like a prisoner's problem... It's prisoner's <laughs> dilemma, man. Exactly. Yeah. Do we without Steam and have great games, or do we without great games and have Steam? What do you yeah. do? What do you do? What do you do? There's um, a bus going 60 miles an hour. Sorry, a different dilemma. Cooper says, super quick news, Spotify is on Xbox. Brilliant. I'm yeah, that was last week's week. news. Yeah, we mentioned oh, that last week. Well, I wish I was here. Uh, <laughs> you were. <laughs> okay. Sure. Whatever you say, if that's your real name. Um, <laughs> this is not very super teen- quick news. This is slowly Shut making up. jokes. Shut up. Teenagers um, are known for punching old people in the face, but not all of them do. Uh, these ones don't. They bring VR to old people and to sick kids because, you know... They don't want to, to They don't want to play it, so they thought maybe these sick kids would want to play it. Yeah, so what they did is they put VR on them and pretended that they were on top of a building and said, no, no, it's fine. And then they threw <laughs> up for three hours. I put, I put like a gear VR on my dad and he nearly fell over. Oh, is there. that true? Yeah. And my mum as well. My mum nearly sort of threw up. She was like, oh, wow. <laughs> brilliant. Um, so I thought, brilliant. So anyway, No Man's Sky awesome. is a terrible game that came out last year. Um, not terrible. Just not, very That's not subjective. That's objective. Like, everybody <laughs> agrees. No one disagrees. Even the guy that made it went, yeah, it's kind of shit. Apparently, anyway, it's getting better. It's getting better. Um, like my ch- big swollen cheek, it's kind of getting better. I must admit, I've been tempted to buy this again because it's literally 10 quid on PS4. You're insane. Anyway, yeah, it's, a yeah, insane. it's a tenner. Update 1.3 adds a new multiplayer and supports much more like nothing. Uh, I don't know. Um, it is basically the- what they've added. Have you, have you seen how they've, they've added what they promised would be in there on day one? Not really. No. <laughs> kind of not really. What they've They're added still is... still not at 1.0. <laughs> no, not really. Um, no, what they've added is orbs of people. Okay. Oh. So, basically, oh, there's horse. an orb with the person's name on, so they can be in the same place Fable as you. Fable 2 says hello. Anyway. Yeah, this game... basically Fable 2. That's what they've added. This game continues to disappoint everybody. Uh, 
and it will never get good. <laughs> uh, sorry, I made myself laugh. I apologise for that. Now outburst. you're in pain. Any- Anyway, uh, Borderlands developers reveal a new shooter with a twist. They all a have twist. a twist. <laughs> Every time you shoot someone, it shoots someone for real. Oh no, God. that's not the twist. <laughs> uh, Gearbox is best known for development of Borderlands yes, series. What, right, Jude, do you know what they're adding? I don't. Do you know what the twist is? What's the twist? Right, what do you think the twist might be? I think it's going to be um, you shoot a gun that's filled with puppies. Dildos. No. No, just think about the recent Valve news we've just talked about. It's got a card game in it. It has. That's ah, exactly what they want. I like Gwent. <laughs> um, um, anyway, that that's that. So if you want, if you're a Those fan of C <laughs> C, was it C C G card games? C C Gs. I, I have no idea. But it's, card it's combat games. Yeah, it's basically a shooter with cards. Ugh. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, it all gets, it all get, you know. Hey, that's where the market episode. points. That's where a lot of people are going to run to. That's the way capitalism uh, works. Leaked PS4 5.0 update reveals what's next for the console. Um, it's going to change the color of the console to bright, bright red. I don't know how it does it with an update, but it's going to do it. <laughs> uh, last month, Sony announced blah blah blah. Um, the, biggest, the biggest news is that you can, blah, blah. if you've got a PS4 Pro, you can stream at 1080p with 60 frames a second. So that's Crap! The, that's watched, the biggest uh, news. I watched Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, and he was playing Halo 5 on a PS4 controller. <laughs> nice. So that's good. That's uh, Boy, I hope somebody news. got fired for that blunder. News. That's the news. So, that's the news. Uh, I need only- my antibiotics. We have one email this week, so we'll do that, and then we've got... Uh, Whoa, that ruled. Uh, and then we've got a very special speak pipe coming We've got up. another one that just got sent in, by the way. A speak have we? Oh, oh. Oh, I'll have a look. All right, it's not a carry-on film, too. Oh. Anyway, the uh, the 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 one and only email tonight is off uh, Chris Freitas. Chris Freitas. Oh, oh yeah. He says uh, the title is "Sorry, No Stupid Owl Voice." So he says this, uh, dear VG. What's up, guys? What up, Chris? I uh, love the show. So that's good. We we always like that. Uh, I want to start out by saying what I like about the show. Mm. Uh, First and foremost, Duke and his masterful use of the soundbite. So he loves you first, Duke. Uh, Chinny for staying relevant. With the kids. Fidget spinners. Yeah, down (laughs) with the kids. And Stu, because nothing beats a big bowl of hot, steamy owl stew. So there you go. Uh, I've been playing Skyrim Special Edition and Fallout 4 level 107 on survival. Ooh, Skyrim! Oh, stew. I certainly do not mean stew. I also discovered Abzu, which is pretty good. It's pretty good, Abzu. Uh, is that the swimming anyway, game? Yeah, it's all right. No, it's not good. It's all right. No. Uh, I'm 47 years oh. old and still going strong. Oh, oh I'm an old man. Oh. But my timing and hand-eye coordination are starting to slip. Uh, could you guys discuss the effects of aging as it pertains to gaming skills? Any experience you might have had? Uh, thanks for putting out such a quality shoe. 
you don't play multiplayer Chris. games, Stu. Um, is that because you're do old? I not. Uh, no, it's because I don't particularly enjoy multiplayer games. Is it because you shit at them because you're old? Not really. <laughs> do you know, it's weird, right? Because he was shit at them when they were young, when he was young too. I think I no, I was shitter when I was younger. I think yeah, I'm yeah, better yeah. at video games now than when I was younger. To See, be I was fair, thinking about that. Sorry, extent. since you mentioned that, right? Like Chinny said that he's not better at games now. I don't. You may not be better at the mechanics in terms of like the reflexes because you're getting older, Chinny. But I think you've got a lot more experience with the systems of gaming. So in the oh, same yeah. way as someone can be crap in Rocket League in terms of hitting the ball accurately, like me. But I still understand the importance of rotating offense and defense. And I understand angles and trajectories better now than I ever did. And there's, you know, you can be, there's a lot of things that go into gaming. So you can be better at one part and not others. As I think there's the other, the other thing is like, say if you pl- I play a video game with Tara. And I, I can't think of a specific example, but I'll make one up. So like Her story. You, what about her story? No, 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 no. Right, a good game. So like the... Oh, so right, okay. The... The... the, the game gives you a room with a puzzle, right? And it gives you, like, a hammer and a ball, right? And, like, I'm always going, well, it's, give you, it's giving you a hammer and a ball for a reason, right? You know, like, that, that's what, the way games work. Right. You know, like, it's giving you these things for a reason. Or right. in Portal 2, when, like, a window is slightly longer than something else, and you right. think, well, that's the game telling you that, something's weird, you have to look at that direction. Right. You know how games communicate with players. Yeah. Whereas, like, and, and I've solved something or I did something really quickly. Yeah. And Tara goes, how the hell did you figure that out so quick? And it's yeah. not because I'm, like, really, really clever. It's just because you know what you're looking for. You right. know what I mean? You know. You've played so many games that you know. Yeah. That you know that the options are going to be much more limited right away than people who You know, the, the correct games. way in a video game is where the fucking light is. Yeah, all exactly. the time or like the flashing light you know right. or the light that's flickering you go that's the developer saying go this way yeah yeah so in terms no, of how totally how agree. age has affected me personally i just think it's about time like i'm less inclined to play enormous games because they're going to require so much time and so i want to play a game you know like i play a lot of rocket league because i can play it in small bursts yeah yeah you see I, it's, uh, it's weird for me i was gonna say it's weird for me because I'm kind of like Duke. I like a nice, short, get-it-over-with game. You know, a two-hour, three-hour game is great for me, and I love those because I know I can sit down, play, and finish a game in one sitting, and I feel like I've accomplished something. But then every now and again, you know, a game like The Witcher 3 comes along, yeah, and I'll quite happily play that for 100 hours and not bat an eyelid about it. And it's weird, but whereas Horizon Zero Dawn, which everybody's losing the load over... I, I I still like it and I think it's great, but I don't have the urge to keep playing it all the time constantly. Whereas with Witcher Three, I couldn't stop playing it. Yeah, even by I don't know, I don't know what the difference is. Um, I don't know. Is there anybody in Horizon Zero Dawn who beat their wife? Nope. Because there is in that Witcher Three. There definitely is. So there you go. Uh, you hate I, women. I think There's... I think I I feel like I've definitely sort of slowed down as I've got older. Um, but I, I just, in terms of manual dexterity and stuff. Yeah, I just feel like uh, I'm not as quick as I used to be. But I know people that are my age and older than me that are still good at, at multiplayer games. I feel like I'm all right. But like, I think what what you said, Duke, is like I used to play Gears of War one all the time, all the time, and Call of Duty four all the time. And I don't. I don't play Overwatch 
that much. I'll jump in a game and I feel like I'm shit. And, you know, it's like anything. If you play the, the guitar for five minutes, you ain't going to be great. Uh, you know, you got to put some hours into it. And I just don't put the hours in anymore to a multiplayer game. So that's probably why I'm not as good anymore. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no, I agree. Although you do seem to be doing all right at PUBG, to be fair. I'm not as sure. good as I'd like to be in PUBG. Uh, Sean, who we play with, is amazing. Uh, he's much better than than I am, and uh, I, I feel like again, you know, but Kevin, Sean, they've all put like 200, 300 hours into that game, and I've not even hit a hundred. So it's time. Like I just it is can't. time, and I think that, I don't think it's necessarily true that your reflexes are getting slower or your hand-eye coordination's gone to shit. Is it's the amount of time you play the games that counts, isn't it? And how good you get at it because you, you know, like how many hours? Let's be honest here, you, you've got Rocketeer in Rocket League. Yeah, I know, right? I was just thinking about that. that game? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but I'm still just barely gold, which is the irony of it. Just because you play a thing for a long time does not mean you're going to be good at it. <laughs> no, that is also true. That is, but you've you've got to get better, haven't you? Law of averages says that you will get better. I'm definitely better than I used to be. Yeah, 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 definitely. But probably not where I should be based on how many. If I had been playing the game in order to get better, like really working at improving my skills, you know, it's like with Go. I've been playing the board game Go since 2000, so that's you know, 17 years. I've stagnated at a certain plateau, and I have been for like 10 years because I just haven't played it in a way that's designed to get me better. So that's okay. I enjoy the game. I have fun with it. The end. There you go. There you go. There Any you other go. emails? Or are we ready to move on to? Speak no, box? that's it. So Chris to... wins the email of the week. Yes, thank you, Chris. Because it it's the only one. Yeah. So, but thank you for that. We we It's the way to leave a no, message no, it's for crap. us. So we've got some. Well, we've got off two different people this week. We've got two speak pipes. Are we starting yeah. with the special one, or are we going to do? No, that's up to you. You decide. You, you're the. You're in control. You All do right. what you want. We're going to start with Derek Sains because we always love his stuff, and we'll save we the special guest for the end of the speak pipe segment. So here's Derek Sains' email. <laughs> I should tell people, you might want to turn your headset down if you got earbuds yeah. in, because it's kind of loud. Hello, veteran gamers. It's Derek Sainz back. And then he comes on with that calm, joyful know, voice. Yeah. you got some nerve, Derek. Again, and I it's just thought I'd say, uh, after Stu's comments last week about mixing things up, I'll be sending uh, an email one week and then a speak pipe the next from Ooh. now on. Ooh. So over the last uh, month or two, I've been watching a lot of the Kukri Chang, uh, mainly Jamie Oliver, in an effort to improve my, well, sadly lacking Kukri skills. And uh, if I'm being kind, it's been mixed results, but uh, no outright disasters. So my question for you is, if you were invited onto TV, uh, something like the Jamie Oliver program, and you had to have cook a dish for the TV public, uh, what would your signature dish be? Ooh. That's a good question. Well, this is going to be easy for Stu. He's just going to be like, oh, I'll whip this fucking together. Not necessarily. Maybe I'll do it. I've got lots of different things, though. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to pick one particular thing. Certified chef. 
It's hard to pick one particular thing, but uh, well, I'll, we'll start, you two I'll say, first, right. I'll think so about it. I would make a dish that was passed down from my family from generation to generation. I remember my mother teaching me how to cook it when I was about seven years old. Wait, that's a lie. It's something I made up. It's a dish called the Divine Casserole, and it's an amazing blend of flavors and tastes. Oh, wait, that's a lie. It's mac and cheese with veggie burgers cut up in, and it's awesome, and everybody likes it. Kids like it because it's mac and cheese, and adults like it because it tastes good, and it's easy to make, and I love it, and I eat it all the time. So there it is, the Divine Casserole. That's what I would make. Chinny? There you go. Um, Chinny would bake something because he likes to bake. I will um, cook a. Uh, it's quite a bit of a specialty of mine. I'll walk you through sort of how I cook it and stuff. Um, so I get my phone, <laughs> uh, and I get this app called Domino's. Right, <laughs> slow down. And uh, you can, I can. It's called like a pizza. It's from Italy originally. Ooh, you probably haven't heard of it. Ethnic. And like you can put different things on it and shit. Um, like what? And, uh, yeah, you can have, like, half a pizza and the other half <laughs> something else. And you can stuff the crust wait, with the wait, hot Wait, wait, wait. Half a pizza and half something else. What, like, the other half's going to be like, a salad? What are you talking about? No, like, no, like a car. Like, <laughs> the half. I like half pizza, half car, please. Yeah. It's called the um, pizza car. Yeah. So, I, no, I can't cook. No, That's you can't. Yeah. I'm, I'm no. aware of this. She was seeing this. First I have seen this first hand. So if you were on a baking you, show, though, I was going to make what a video of it. I've still got all that footage. I know, yeah, I've still got that footage. Never did I'm going to edit that video this week. That's what I'm going to do. That's funny. Chini. If you want to see my cooking skills, yeah. this week I'm going to edit the cooking video. If you were going to yeah. bake something, Chinny, what would you bake? Because you'd uh, like to if bake. I was, okay, what if can I was, you make? You must be able to make something. You must have cooked for Tara at some point. Um, I'm going to be cooking for Tara on Tuesday. So there you go. You see what, what are you making? making? Uh, it's called Domino's. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a half pizza, half car. I'm gonna the spaghetti meatballs. Um, it's hard to mess that up. No, it has to be pretty simple for me. Yeah, I can't do stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, baking wise, uh, maybe like a Brooklyn blackout cake if they're into chocolate. See, you're, the, you're good at baking though. You see, you shouldn't yeah. put yourself down because you're good at baking. Um, I do like uh, lemon and poppy seeds. Uh, cake. See, now he sounds all fancy now. Yeah. I don't know the lemon you, poppy seed really counts you as can't, that fancy. One of the best cakes I ever made, right, was a, it was just a normal Victoria sponge, but it collapsed, right? And <laughs> so, like, you know, when the... So is it like, like a, a Victoria sponge brownie? Is that what you're telling yeah, us? Yeah, so I, so I just thought, <laughs> ah, yeah, I'll just I'll just bake it, right? And I'll just keep going. And it <laughs> turned out, and I just smeared some of the jam and... and <laughs> And stuff on the top, and it was fucking beautiful. Whatever it was works, so man. good. Yeah. Um, because like bits of it were slightly like sort of like crispy burnt bits, and it was really nice. That was just like the brownies um, I made recently. Yeah. So there you go. Um, yeah. Well, if it, if it was me, right? The, there we go. <laughs> Settle in, kids. No, not, a at all. not at all. I like I like simplicity. If I'm being really honest, I really don't like pretentious food. So I'm not a big fan of, of fancy posh restaurants where everything's minuscule and, and sort of really well presented, but you still feel like you've not eaten a meal when you leave the place. Amen, brother. A, so a, you're going to make a big I've tub a, of mashed potatoes then with a fork in it? <laughs> no, I've no. Well, which is it? Before, and it was so weird. what I what I do what I do is 
a nice beer battered cod. Mm. Right, so keeping it simple. Yeah. Keeping it simple. Uh, mushy peas, of course, because you've got to go. But proper mushy peas, you know, soap marafat peas, none of this freaking out of a tin or a packet malarkey. <laughs> and and chips, but chunky chips, but you need to cook them kind of, well, not cook them three well, you're kind of cooking them three ways to get the best chips ever. You just said you don't like fancy stuff, you cook chips three yeah, ways. Yeah, but, but they're the best chips ever. We're not talking about potato chips at this point. Okay. Um, but you need a really good fluffy potato. So you need something like a, a good cypress. Cypress are really nice and fluffy. Or a good King Edward. They make good good chips. And basically, what you want to do, you, you want to blanch them first for a couple of minutes. I don't minutes remember him asking how you're going to cook it. I thought well, he just said, what are you going to so cook? So people know what I mean. So people know what I mean. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so, you, so you blanch them first in, in boiling water for about two or three minutes. Then you refresh them off. So you sort of have to cool them down quick so they don't cook anymore. Then you basically sort of confit. It's called confit, which is you kind of put them in oil but only up to about sort of 70 degrees 80 degrees centigrade and you do that for about an hour so again you're not really cooking them but you're letting all that oil soak in and then you finish them in really really hot frying oil to brown them off at the end so they're so they're really really good fluffy nice juicy chips i should say my divine oh, casserole takes you... about 10 minutes to make have you, have you finished Shay? Oh, you yeah <laughs> and that's it and nice i just sent you a I've sent you a video, dude. Can you play that? This is what it sounds like to me, what you just said. All right, hang on one second. Uh, searching. No, you don't use Foster's beer. You need a good ale. So you need something like ale or uh, bitter. Oh, on Skype. Sorry, I was looking at my email. Here we go. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, this is what Stu just sounded like to me. Today on How They Do It, Plumbuses. Everyone has a plumbus in their home. First, they take the dingle bop and they smooth it out with a bunch of schleem. The schleem is then repurposed for later batches. They take the dinglebop and they push it through the grumbo where the fleeb is rubbed against it. It's important that the fleeb is rubbed because the fleeb has all of the fleeb juice. Then a schlami shows up and he rubs it and spits on it. They cut the fleeb. There's several hizzards in the way. The blamps rub against the trumbles and the plubis and grumbo are shaved away. That leaves you with a regular old plumbus. I always wondered how uh, plumbuses got made. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. All right, we should finish Derek's speak pipe because he's only halfway All done, right. so let's finish this oh up. My God. And I know from uh, listening to the veteran gamers that uh, Stu's probably best qualified to answer this one, but I'm <laughs> yeah, sure he answered and answered it. you can join in if they wish to. Uh, I believe Stu knows his way around a, an egg whisk and a, a bottle of extra virgin olive oil. And a plea, uh, So I think that's really all I need to say. What would your signature dish be? Uh, so all I'll just say now is keep it spicy and... Uh, Keep on gaming. <laughs> All right, we're not listening to the Spice Girl. Sorry. I cut that speak pipe off, and I don't usually do that, but uh, no, not happening. Um, all right, so the next two speak pipes. We have two speak pipes from Will I Am. That's right, people. You wanted him. He's back. Zip it about. Here we go. The first one is 40 seconds. Zip, zip, zip it about, bow, bow. Hi, guys. <laughs> Well, I am from The Voice UK here. I uh, had a moment of revelation three days ago while drinking one of Guru Gary Dave's hallucin- 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 
special potions, uh, and I realize that life and music are all a continuous circle of inspiration. Right now, nobody is a bigger inspiration in my life right now than than Duke. So I'm proud to preview here my new track from the new Will I Am album for 2017. It's in the next speak pipe. All you gotta do is hit play. Zippity bow. Okay, here it is. Time to put that meditation mind power to work. Big love to Buddha for the gift of music. Will I Am is back bigger than ever for 2017 with some fresh talent for the rap game. Here we go. Guru Gary Dave on the MIC. I love Skyrim and bestiality. Seed of goat, dung of cat. Whack it on some bread and I'll eat that. Okay, Gary Dave, you just made it weird. Like hands and withered sleeves, don't bushy lady beards. You gotta keep it real, fix your mind on the prize. Get real low, we're gonna rim those guys. Shake your ass, bazippity bow, front and back. I'll show you how. Cheek to cheek and eye to eye. Will and Gary Dave gonna rim those guys. That's it, baby. Will I am and GGD coming in fresh and clean for 2017. One love to my brother Duke for inspiring all of us guy rimmers. Stuart, I'm eating an eclair, you naughty boy. Before we cruise off into the sunset in our lowrider, I want to send a big final thanks to Chinny and all the other haters for their Will I Am bashing, which inspire these rough beats and even tougher tongue lashing. Zippity bow, zippity bow, we out. Well, wow, I didn't think it was possible to be even better, but the Skyrim <laughs> element makes it right over the top. Especially for you, that Duke. I know, right? Yay! I love when people make songs about things I love. I wonder what he's going to say. He's got to make a song about you now, Stu. I know. Who knows what the hell that's going to be. I must admit, I had to listen to it twice to catch everything because he does talk about rimming and ladybeards at one point. (laughs) It's rim those guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Beautiful. There's a, there's a bit of stuff in there, you know. It's, it, you've got to listen to it twice. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna listen to it a hundred times. I'm putting that on my <laughs> so, phone, man. I'm gonna bump that while I'm riding down the wash. There you go. So anyway, thank you, Will. I am. Yes. Uh, it's very good to have him back. It's good to have him back. So Beautiful uh, stuff, dude. There you go. There you go. People ask for it, man, and that's what they got. That's what they got. <laughs> So there you go. Uh, right, that's it. I think we need to do some shout outs and get the hell out of it. It's PR. time for a shout out. Hey! So there you go. Ginny uh, will have you first. Dentists. <laughs> is, that a, is that it? I'm going to shout out dentists. Yeah, and everybody they are that, good. They are everybody good. that watches the uh, Bioshock thing. Thank you for watching. I'm going to edit that cooking video. Yeah, so you say. So yeah, I know you don't believe it. I can hear it in your tone. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't even know whether I want to see it, to be quite honest, but there you go. Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was funny. Anyway, um, is that it for you? Are you done? Dentists and people that watch me play Bioshock. <laughs> every Wednesday, every Thursday, I'll be streaming some shit. Zippity bow. Oh, yeah. Zippity bow. Uh, I'm going to shout out Fraser. Uh, because he got his first solo chicken dinner in PUBG. Yay! Um, so, huge achievement, I guess. 
Is that big achievement? That, yeah, that is big deal. That's a massive deal. Yeah. So well done to yeah. Fraser. You see, and he's old. He's old. He's doing all right. You know what I mean? He's he's old in body, not in not in mind. Obviously, obviously, he's doing well. So good on you, Fraser. So well done you. Uh, obviously, shout out the guys at Boss Wave uh, because they invited me on their show this week and I helped them out. So must, must have been desperate. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to be honest. I got to speak and stuff. It was amazing. Um, so yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, don't get that. don't get too used to it. Uh, I know exactly. Uh, yeah. So big thanks to them and. Um, yeah, it was good. So, uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. So, yeah, you can see my face on a T-shirt. I think it is, or a mug. No, oh, it's a can. No, it's, it's can. A can. Pilchard's can. Pilchard's can, yeah. isn't it, with cream saw, on the top? I saw that, and I didn't realise why your face was on it. But there you go, you see. I'm sure I'll figure it out when I when I listen to it, but I haven't listened to it yet. So, there you go. So, I was on there. So, give it a listen. Yeah. You get a double dose of me this week, for some reason, if you really wanted it. Well, um yeah. Yeah, exactly. So over to you, Duke. Yes, uh, I will give a shout out to Antonio. We played some Rocket League, and we were supposed to play yesterday, but then he just suddenly said, "Wait, something came up," and he left, and I still don't know what happened. Um, and condolences to him because he lost somebody close to him, so that sucks. Uh, yeah. Phil Olson gave me a heads up about a Fallout board game. Ooh, I don't know if I'd ever play it, but um, I will shout out my friend uh, Max because he played uh, Invisible Hitler or something like that. Uh, Secret Hitler was the name of the board game that we played at his house. So anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, shout out to you two guys, and shout out to Will I Am for the awesome Skyrim song, and shout out to Procrastinator Fabulous, because he's in the chat, along with Kuppa and Smart Aces. Yeah, and he forgot, he forgot to send his email, so that's Whoops. why he's apologizing. Oh, well... Uh, yeah, and everybody matter. listening, Tuscan and all the people who uh, are part of the Veteran Gamers crew and the VG Hub crew. We haven't given them a shout for a while, so what about VG Hub? If you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts. Similar in vain to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about RPGs. Come on, yeah. Some might say that. No, no one says that. And of course, you have links to you know great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out. VGHub.net it is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. That's all there I got. Go. Anybody got anything else? Nope. Check out the website. Go to the dentist for the regular checkup. Don't be like me. Don't drink too much. Don't ignore her and just go with her advice for a year and then ignore her advice. Fuck my face forever. <laughs> did I say all that loud? I, I think you did. did. Yeah. Oh. I think you might have done. How's your face now? Is it feeling any better? Not really. It hurts. I'm oh. sorry. So what did the dentist do exactly? He looked at me and he said, <laughs> You're fucked, man. Did he bring the nurse in to also have a laugh at you? The other thing that I noticed when I was lying in the, the dentist chair, I was lying down and uh, my fly was undone. That's oh, funny. no. And I was kind of, I felt like I was, I'm at the age now where, 
I kind of just zipped it up in front of him. And I just oh, was it like the prisoner's dilemma? Do I zip it up and he sees me, or do I just? No, leave I just, him? I just I hope just he doesn't notice. I didn't even think about it. I just zipped it up and I just went, look, like I forgot to zip it up. It's not like I pissed in your fucking waiting. <laughs> my willy was hanging out. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, I not... did piss in your waiting room. It had nothing to do with that. I mean, I did. Like, <laughs> but that's not, you know, why you jump into those conclusions? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that you can't yeah, prove just... that's my urine. I feel like that's now, the difference between being 18 and 31, is that look, I can zip up my fly without being embarrassed anymore. Uh, so, anyway, anyway, you, you asked for it. You said I had to wait until the end of the show, but I'm going to explain to you, Duke, in the UK, how cherished plates work, just so yeah, you understand. It's really going to go for this. It's only quick. It's only very quick. It doesn't take a lot of explaining. The, faster, okay. the more he spoke of his honor, the faster we started counting our spoons. Go ahead. Exactly. So the way that cherished plates or personalized plates work is you don't choose what you want. It basically already exists. So what happens is the DVLA issue number plates. And every now and again, one comes out that looks like either a name or initials. Most of them are very, very, very old. So they're off cars from, say, like the 1920s and 1930s when you only have like a few numbers and letters on the number plate. So that's that's why the, the really expensive ones look like they do. But... When you buy one, you don't own it. You don't ever own the personalized plate. The DVLA always owns that registration number. Man. All you pay, all you pay for, is the privilege of having it on your car. That's crazy. So if I so wanted, to, so okay, when I was a kid, my dad gave me a collection of pens, and I I remember there were twenty of them. There was only one of them I ever used. And it was number 15. So if I wanted a license plate that said Pen 15, I, I couldn't just say, hey, I want this license plate. Make no, it for me. You could find one, possibly. Wow, that's crazy. So that's how it works in the UK. Yeah, you can't just choose something to have on your car. You bet it has to be a registered registration plate. That's nuts. But the other reason I know I'll that is my I'll just stand in line until the plate you want shows up. Yeah, it depends. I mean, some of them are really, really expensive. Obviously, the less letters and numbers you have, the more expensive the, the registration plate is. Well, I want pen 15. Uh, <laughs> get it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get it. It's penis, too. <laughs> yeah, I get it, yeah. I've just realized. Yeah, I came up with an elaborate we, story. It was hilarious. <laughs> we, we, um, we hit a milestone this week. We did? What milestone? We uh we had we got 500 subscribers on YouTube. Damn! Wow, that's good. How many do we have on Twitch? Uh, we got uh, like 5:30 on Twitch, I think, damn. something like that. Yeah. Thank you, yeah, followers. You're idiots. Yeah, <laughs> we <love> all you. <laughs> of you. <laughs> there we go. 534 on Twitch. Sweet. We 500. Worship um, us. Give us money. We should set up a Patreon. I don't want to do advertising, but if we could have a way for people to just send us money for no reason, shit, why not? Some podcasts do that. I know, right? Some people on Twitter are just like, here's my Patreon. It's like, And it's funny because it's always like the fascists. Every time I see somebody with a white supremacy yeah. thing, it's like, you can give me money. I'm like, why should I give you – why should anybody give you money? That's ridiculous. But well, they, the, uh, yeah. You know the stuff that happened in uh, with the, the white supremacist thing? There was a yes. march in Wolverhampton with some Nazi people. Yeah. And uh, and then there was a counter thing, yeah. And they were throwing eggs at each other, yeah. Um, which is very British. 
You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like in America, they just like kill Drive them. Drive into each in other Britain. and murder each other. Yeah, they just but like, over there, it's like, oh, I'll throw I will, eggs at you instead. I would throw an egg at him. It's, the coolest thing about it is there. I saw this old guy tweeted, and right there, an old guy tweeting, but he said, um, I fought uh, against fascists you know, 50 years ago, and I'll fight them again if I have to. And I was like, yes, that's so cool. So, um, yeah, there's a, that, that, that was really local to me, that, that, oh, that yeah. uh, stuff. I don't know. Stuff. I just, they are uh, everywhere. Weird you, shit happens. But like, I, I look at the, I look at the people arguing with them. You know, the people are like, oh, you're just Christian, right. like, what, right. what, what? Because they were sharing at all these sort of young, uh, sort of uh, Muslim lads, mm. and uh, they were sharing back. You know, and in that situation, uh, no one's gonna win. Right, that's what the question. Right, no one wins. Exactly. What are you no going to do? I mean, what's the point of you know? It's like when the Klan comes and has. A, I mean, before Donald Trump became president, there was a different context for white supremacists protesting in the United States. But you know, the question is, yeah, like what? What's the appropriate response? Because if you fight against them, you're giving them more attention. If you ignore I them, you feel like you're just letting it happen, and that's not okay. You don't want to bite your tongue when this stuff comes up. But it's. Yeah. I don't think there is a good answer in terms of what's the best way to respond. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, there's like this thing on Facebook that's like, oh, women shouldn't wear hijabs. I'm like, I think some of them look quite nice. I don't know what the problem is. Yeah, I still uh, wrap my hijab. What difference does it make to it's anybody? Like, oh, it's weird. I just, I just, but like, I was seeing these people sort of argue against the sort of the the white supremacy, the, the you know, the, the people. And I was like, you're not gonna, he's not gonna have a revelation there. That's a good point. I hadn't thought of it that way. You know know what, what? guys? I'm out. You can have your swastikas back. I'm done. That was really stupid. They are a human being. I never noticed that actually. And just because they're different, I shouldn't be scared and threatened. (laughs) Thank you very much, random person sharing at me in the face. (laughs) Right. Uh, I just, you know, it just kind of makes me feel a bit like. Why? Why are you trying to convince him? Like it's weird because it's you, you know it's the thing of like I have heard from people who are like ex hate groups you know and like you know the same way I've heard from interviews not personally but you know interviews with people who are ex um, you know they were Muslim terrorists and they talk about what got them out of the extremist position the extremist community. And it's not any. It's never one thing, you know. It's like it's a number of things. American History yeah. X obviously is a very dramatic form of that story where the person realizes, like, oh, this isn't actually making my life better. Um, but it's it's tough because there's always a lot of different things that get people to come out of that. But one thing I've heard a lot is that pe- most people who are involved in the Klan or Nazi groups, they've tended to ex- have experienced some horrible trauma in their personal lives. So a lot of them were abused as children or whatever it is. And mm-hmm. only when people get healed, I think, do they realize, like, hey, this hatred isn't making my life better. So I don't know. Have you ever seen This Is England, Duke? No, I've heard that I need to see it, but I haven't ever watched yeah, it. Yeah, you should definitely watch This Is England. And the, t- and the TV shows are good. Yeah, very good. Yeah, cool. We'll do Yeah, it. they're both obviously based around that sort of storyline. So. Yeah. yeah. I saw Romper Stomp. Yeah. I remember that. So. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, Australian, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. All right, folks. Yeah. That's all, folks. Yeah.